Today's podcast is sponsored by First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd to the 28th. Go to factphilly.com. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, June 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, firefighters spent Thursday night battling a fire at a Montgomery County strip mall that was much more intense than it seemed at first. It began at 8.15. Investigators believe it started in a hair salon in the strip mall located in the 1900 block of Sheltonham Avenue in Sheltonham Township. The fire was quick, quickly upgraded to a three-alarm fire. Heavy smoke could be seen coming from the roof. Firefighters were on the ground and on the roof of the building as they fought the fire. At one point, they did enter the building uh, but had to come back out. Most of the damage occurred in the hair salon and a smoke shop next door. There were no injuries reported. The fire was placed under control at about 10.55 p.m. Crews, however, continued to work on the hot spots. Police and firefighters also mentioned, uh, also monitored the scene overnight and they said fire officials are still investigating the exact cause, but they do believe it started inside that hair salon. It's got to be a joy during a heat wave. Uh, right? Oh, yeah. I know. Even worse for them. Pennsylvania health officials have ordered a Philadelphia hospital to halt plans to take its first steps towards closing ahead of the busy 4th of July holiday. The health department told the owners of Hahnemann University Hospital on Thursday that they must uh, first file a detailed plan that ensures the safety of people who depend on the institution for care. The 496-bed hospital announced Wednesday that it would close in September due to unsustainable financial losses. The hospital had said it planned to start diverting trauma cases from its emergency room on Monday. They were saying that, uh, you know, they may even see some of it happening this weekend, but the state says since, since it's been told uh, even more ER patients could possibly uh, be diverted in order uh, it ordered the hospital to cease and desist from any steps towards shutting down until a plan is approved the Philadelphia academic health system said in response to the health department's letter that they intend to conduct the closure in an orderly manner that prioritizes the health care needs of our patients health officials say they worried about what impact uh, it might a partial closure uh, could even have on residents and tourists during the holiday. A rally is planned this morning in Rittenhouse Square as employees fight to keep Hahnemann open on Thursday. Hospital employees rallied at City Hall to save the hospital from closing. Will the rallies do anything? I guess we'll find out. Kathy, is the key in the marketing? Would they if would they benefit by changing it to Hana Man? <laughs> hospital? Right. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what happens. Fisher Price announced a recall on Thursday of approximately 71,000 inclined sleeper accessories out of concern. Infants could roll over onto their stomachs, putting them at risk for injury or death. The recall product is a sleeper accessory that was included with Fisher-Price's ultralight day and night play yards. The accessory attaches to the top of the playpen, allowing infants to sleep on an incline. There haven't been any deaths or injuries reported, fortunately, with the uh, sleeper accessory. However, Fisher-Price made the decision to recall uh, out of an abundance of caution. So you all have kids. When you, st- when you like on the first go-round, when you're getting things like this, do you like vet and read all the reviews oh, yeah. and go nuts? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, what I find hilarious is watching movies that are a few decades old and you see <laughs> yeah. the contraptions that they have babies right. in and you yeah. go, oh my God, I would be arrested yeah, if like I tried to use crap. something like that yeah. today. Is the baby securely attached to the hood? My my uh, my wife, her, her dad, who does some woodworking, had made years and years and years ago, it was before I even met my wife, this kind of... Um, it's like a rocker type thing with a with an attachment to it where the baby is supposed to go. 
And she, we held on to this thing forever. And I'm like, look at that, honey. I'm like, it's a death trap. Death trap. Uh-huh. We have got to get rid of this. We're never going to use sure. this. We need to get rid yeah, of this yeah. thing. But, I mean, it was a sweet thing for him to do. He made it. But I mean, the child would have died if we'd put it in that thing. My, my I think my crib, I remember years, there were picture of, pictures of my crib because I used to, like, rip it off the wall. My dad actually had to bolt it to the wall. I was this crazy kid when I was yeah. in, in the crib. But it, it might as well have been named Baby's First Strangulation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, when I hear about these uh, recalls, I, my initial reaction usually is like, oh, you know, the fear and, and making sure that our, our kids don't have them. But then I'm really reassured by the fact that these recalls exist. Like yeah. Getting, yeah. getting the product sure. out, you know, and people are be, becoming aware that these things can be dangerous. I mean, yeah. the, the state of the art and the stuff, that, you know, the things that your parents never had and these, these yeah. strollers that glide along with one finger and all this stuff. This is crazy, huh? Yeah. And, but you know, and some of the recalls though, I look at and I'm like, real like, I like this one. Okay, I, maybe, but even so, I'm not going to leave the kid there. I'd be sitting right next to him. So right. If he rolled over and yeah. turn him back over. You mm-hmm. know, like I don't know. Uh, the recall comes more than thirty. Uh, m- comes after more than thirty infant deaths were reported on other inclined sleep products, including the Fisher Price Rock and Play Sleeper, which the company recalled in April. The Play Yard, the changing uh, station clutch, and the carry bag included with the product are still safe to use, according to Fisher Price. However, parents and caregivers are advised to stop using the sleep accessory. Mattel, the parent company of Fisher Price is offering a refund for the sleep accessory. In sports this morning. For the second day in a row, the Phillies won yeah! and walk off. Nice. Segura ripped a three-run walk-off home run against Edwin Diaz moments after Mike Alfranco hit a game-tying two-run shot against the closer in the bottom of the ninth inning, and the Phillies beat them at 6-3 to complete a four-game sweep. New York's Todd Frazier hit a go-ahead two-run homer off of Hector Neris with one out in the ninth, but the Phillies rallied in the bottom of the inning for their fourth straight win since utility man Brad Miller brought a bamboo plant into the clubhouse as a good luck charm. The Phillies are on the road tonight with a weekend series in Miami against the Marlins. Vince Velasquez gets the start and game time is at 7-10. The Women's World Cup continues this afternoon with a quarterfinal showdown between the U.S. and the host, Team France, which will air uh, at 3 o'clock here on Fox. Megan Rapino scored both U.S. goals for the penalty shot in Monday's 2-1 round of 16 victory against Spain. If the Americans are going to beat the French, they'll need a strong match from her again. <laughs> and the Union are on the road this weekend with a match in Yankee Stadium in the Bronx against New York FC. The Union have had a successful season so far with nine wins and 32 points. Good enough for first place in the Eastern Conference. New York City's FC is in sixth place with 23 points. Tomorrow night's match is set to start at 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank Thank you, Kathy. I was giggling during that uh, during that segment you were talking about the uh, the fills because I have seen on the news a few times they keep mentioning the bamboo plant. Yes, and I can't help but think about the one guy that called in the other morning and said that it's not actually a bamboo plant. <laughs> yeah. Right, and how must he he must freak out every time he hears <laughs> it. It's not a bamboo plant. <laughs> 
What did he say it was? It reminds me. It's, it's, it's a Lily yeah. of sorts. Yeah. It's like in uh, the Goonies when they, they tell him he's wearing a toupee. I don't, I don't wear a hairpiece. <laughs> <laughs> See this guy freaking out every time. Because they just keep mentioning bamboo without the fact. Uh, whatever. Uh, let, don't let things get under your skin, folks. Let's just have a wonderful Friday. Uh, we are set for that very thing. Give it away. Our Word of the Week prize uh, this morning at the end of the program. And uh, some ringside seats for WWW. I, I think I threw in an extra W. WWW.E-Extreme-Rules-Sunday. It's coming up July 14th, so we give that away today. We have a couple of great guests on the program. In our studio, Mr. Brad Williams will be here. Healing Comedy Club. I messed up, man. My youngest son, Carter, loves Brad Williams. Really? And I didn't tell him he was coming in the studio today. I didn't think about it until this morning. Okay. On the way in. Well, he can he, drive now. He has a driver's license. He does. Yeah. Let me get his ass over here. He yeah. hasn't done any highway driving yet, oh. much less rush hour highway <laughs> driving. He can so. get here all back roads, man. He could do. I don't know. Who knows? Well, maybe I'll send him a text if he wants to come in because Brad is hilarious and he's going to be at Healing Comedy Club uh, tonight through the weekend. Uh, we're also going to talk to Mr. Jim Norton, who's got a gig coming up at the Borgata on the 5th of July. So yeah. Jim's going to be giving us a call, so we'll talk to him a little bit later on. Uh, that and more. We're getting ready for the belly flop. Don't forget that the deadline to sign up for that is July 3rd, and we want you to be on board for it. Uh, especially ladies, we need female contestants. We're doing Battle of the Sexes. We'll have a prize for both genders. And then we'll have the genders flop off against each other. And that's just for an honorary title. Uh, but nonetheless, 500 bucks cash and tickets to the Rolling Stone show coming to the link. How about that? We heard yesterday that single tickets down in the pit are going for $1,500 each. Yep. I that, don't think we have pit tickets. No, we don't. But, but no, we have but just to put it in perspective. Yeah. I actually was talking to a woman yesterday who was like, I don't know if I can make Because her husband wanted to join and they had something, blah, blah. He really wants those uh, Rolling Stones tickets. And I said to her, I go, well, then you do it. You do, you do it. it. You do it. You do it. And you have a, you've better, right now you have a better shot of winning those Rolling Stones. That's right. Days. Did she consider it? Yes. Okay, good. No doubt. WMMR.com, click on events, or you can just look for the banner. It's right there. It says Belly Flop Championship. Get signed up. Please do that. And anybody and everybody can join us for the event on the 11th. Valley Forge Casino Resort. Uh, they have a wonderful, wonderful pool there, and um, it's open. It's free. It starts five o'clock, and you just got to be twenty-one and over. There's going to be drink specials, all kinds of stuff going on. So I love that area. We're looking forward to that whole thing. So this is what we have. Case, should I start off with? Yes. It, with it? anybody want to drink? Because I got a uh, Case Yard Summer Crush that I huh. can set you up with. Yeah, we'll take caller number eleven at two one five two six three WMMR Yard Summer Crush is an easy drinking flavor of wheat beer. With a juicy citrus finish, it's perfect to bring in uh, bring to every summer celebration. You can pick up a case at Summer Crush of Summer Crush at Total Wine and more in Cherry Hill. So get on board now. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. I'll prep a question for you. We'll do some more giveaways and some entertainment story reports that we'd begin on this Friday morning in all its glory. Stay with us. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Don't miss the First Amendment Comedy Takeover, July 23rd through 28th. See the best in stand-up comedy along with some of your favorite podcasts, like readings, Q&As, and more at the Met Philadelphia, The Fillmore, TLA, and Punchline. Like Bert Kreischer. We went ziplining, and we get there, and I start looking at other families, like, sizing us up, going, those parents look like they do CrossFit. Then I look at me and my wife, I'm like, oh, we look like crossing guards. Also, how did this get made with Jason Manzukas and Paul Shearer, the Try Guys, Gil Tony, Daniel Schloss, Che Guerrera, and more. Tickets and info for all shows at factphilly.com. 
back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're going to do the stupid question giveaway, $50 Rita's gift card. Nick gave me this question. It's a good one. The 4-H club, what do the 4-H's stand for? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. The 4-H club, what do the 4-H's stand for? Call right now. Uh, I'll go through some birthdays today, Friday, June 28th. There's just five of them that I have on my list. The hell? Uh, Kathy Bates, the actress. Great actress. 71 years old. Agreed. Uh, Misery, one of her most iconic roles of all time. You know what she's really good in as well? Dolores Claiborne. I love that movie. That is an underrated movie. I never saw that one. It's really good. It's it's down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a a downer movie, but it is a... uh, It's not the Stephen King story. It is, and it's, it's it's a... it's a really compelling story. She's fantastic in it, but it's a, a woman that has been put upon and put in a really tough situation, and it's it's really well done. She's also hilarious and spot on in the late shift. I think it is the the, the oh yeah the, the oh yeah war, Letterman and Leno. She's and the, the whole, agent, right? She is the is she, agent. Uh, yeah. Since died, by the way, based on Leno's real agent. But yeah, she's unbelievable. All right, she's celebrating her seventy first birthday today. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Mel Brooks. Whoa! Celebrating his birthday today. The Inquisition. Let's begin. The Inquisition. Look out, Sam. We have a mission to convert the Jews. We're going to teach them wrong from right. We're going to help them see the light and make an offer that they can't refuse. That the Jews just can't refuse. Hey, Mel is amazing. Uh, he and uh, he and Carl Reiner yeah. still get together. This is the word. They get together. I don't know if it's daily, but weekly for sure. In Venice, Venice. California, yeah, yeah. and they, they go to this place and they eat ice cream together. Yeah. How great. These guys, both in their 90s, and uh, I saw an interview with him uh, a couple of years ago, and he was already into his 90s because he turns 93 today, and he's still just full of life, and and, and he's just a happy guy, and uh, just stop and think about for it. everything. A writer on your show of shows, one yeah. of the legendary comedy shows of all time. Uh, the producers. Uh, I'm, I, I love an early movie of his called The Twelve Chairs. Uh, he um, then he goes on to Blazing Saddles, which, by the way, they're showing on regular TV. These you can't show Blazing Saddles; it's it's impossible. It's like pointless, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, uh, you know, Young Frankenstein, all of these classics, and then all the stuff he's done on Broadway. His movies have been converted to Broadway shows that have been hits. Mm-hmm. He exactly. just doesn't stop. Yeah, and and the. Uh... Uh, the Broadway shows that have, uh, or you know, like the producers when, the, they, when yes. they did turn that in to a to a Broadway show. I mean, and he was part of the whole music, you know, getting the music together and everything. He's just yeah. a creative genius. There's a com- uh, comedians in cars getting coffee where they just go over to the house and wa- and they watch TV with um, Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks, and they just tell stories. If, if you get a chance, Preston, you'd really enjoy. Okay. Years ago, I used to work at a B. Dalton bookstore. It was in Bayshore, Long Island. It was along Sunrise Highway, Kathy. You know, that's the a lot of times people take that drag to get out to the Hamptons. Yeah. So uh, I go out into the store. I was in the back. They were smart enough to keep me in the back uh, just doing inventory. And there was Anne, Anne Bancroft, Preston, and Mel Brooks wow. shopping. It what? Was, it blew my mind. Like, ah! wow. <laughs> so Mel celebrates his 93rd birthday today. John Cusack also has his birthday. Was he? Did he already come and go in I, town? Is, I think him. Is it, it coming be, up? It might be tomorrow. Yeah. Or was it last Saturday? I thought it was last weekend. Okay. We were giving away tickets for a, um, it was for a Say Anything, right? I think uh, it was like a Q&A. Q&A. Or... I think they were showing the movie and then a Q&A afterwards. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, the, the disappointing thing with John Cusack is that you know, we love his body of work. He's not that good in an interview. Yeah, he's kind of, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was this past weekend. He was okay. at the Kimmel Center. Uh, but maybe he was good at that. I don't know. Could have been riveting. He's uh, 53 today. John Elway, the former NFL star, uh, is on the edge of 60 as he turns 59 today. What was crazy about him was that like, I remember seeing... Uh, like a, it was like a summer documentary about him, and they showed him at like a water park going down a water slide, and he was he was a puffy guy. There was like no definition to like you know what I mean. Like, and I was like, this dude's a professional athlete. This was an athlete. He was carrying got, a little bit of a. He's got man boobs. Yeah. Well, there you okay. go. But God he can sling him, it. Man. For everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? uh, the only thing I know of him now is uh, if you happen to have a layover in the Denver airport, there's a John Elway restaurant there. <laughs> yes, there is. How is that? Very successful. It's supposed to be a really good steakhouse. He's made a ton of money on restaurants and more money uh, selling cars than he ever did playing football. He owns car lots. He has uh, yeah. five different uh, dealerships in Denver, and he's made a mint doing it. It's Rock like uh, Piazza here in. Um, in the Philly area. Uh, he's 59 today. And then the last birthday, speaking of cars, Elon Musk. Yes. The creator of Tesla and uh, also entrepreneur and engineer and uh, SpaceX and all that stuff. I love that he's around doing stuff. Oh, it's so cool. It's uh, some amazing stuff. He's a bit of a weird dude. He but, is. You know, but, but that's what you expect from some geniuses. You kind of have to be, don't yeah, you? They I all have some so. quirky weirdness that makes them do what they do. Yep. He's uh, 48 today. So happy birthday to everybody celebrating your birthday on Friday, June 28th. Let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. The four H's. What do they stand for? The four H club. Two one five two six three WMMR is the number. Let's go to Sabrina. Hi, Sabrina. Hello, you guys rock. Hey. Hey. Sabrina, do me a favor and tell me what those four H's stand for, please. Yes. Yeah, so that is head, heart, hands, and health. You got all of them. Uh, exactly correct. It's a good organization. Hang on a second, Sabrina. $50 Rita's gift card. The five-layer gelati is back at Rita's. Add an extra layer of layer of custard to your favorite gelati, only at Rita's and only for a limited time. I was actually a member of the 4-H Club for a very short amount of time. I was a member of the 4-F Club, which is find, feel, F, and forget. Oh, yeah. yeah. Find them, F them, feel them, find them, <laughs> yeah. feel them, F them, forget them. You know it. You that. know the club. Yeah. All right, so Kim Kardashian has released a statement regarding the backlash she's facing with her new shapewear line, Kimono. Enough of this nonsense. Is this all because of cultural appropriation? Yeah, well, now she's responding to it. Okay. So that's it. The 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 the, the, the backlash came yesterday. That's what I reported, and now the response comes Let today. me guess. Is it a two-word response? Oh, yeah? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't think so. As previously reported, she had been accused of misrepresenting the traditional Japanese garment and has been called out for trademarking kimono. In a statement in the New York Times, Kardashian said that despite the name, she did not intend to design or release any garment that would in any way resemble or dishonor the traditional garment. Uh, she went on and said, I made the decision to name the company kimono, not to uh, disassociate the world from its Japanese roots, but as a nod to the beauty and detail that goes into a garment. Hmm. So there you go. She's expanding her line to agricultural equipment, Preston. Oh, she is the Roto Kimmer. The Roto Kimmer. <laughs> uh, and uh, go on. Yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> Kim Dozers. <laughs> oh, I like Kim Dozer yeah, like and the Kim, Kim Ho. Yeah. I like that too. Do you remember a product called the Ditch Witch? I do remember yeah, that. I don't. What was yeah. it? I don't know. Something to dig oh up my the ground. God. Whatever. It Talk was. about a flashback. A Ditch Witch. Yeah. That I, was I never would have thought of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not brought up the Roto. Are you a sucker for uh, as seen on TV stuff? 
Yeah. Yeah. You got you got the magnet door. I envy. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I yes. If there's a scene on TV store, yeah, I gotta, gotta go, go in, there. in there. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm not gonna buy any of that stuff, but I love looking. You at buy it. memories that last a weekend. Yeah. Uh, she continued by saying, "My solutionware brand uh, is, and, and that's not a product name. I guess that's a." It's uh, a thought. Uh, well, a solution where is, is a is is a is it's a, a line a line? No, it's not a line. I don't know. It's, it's from a, the derelict line. It's a thing. Solutionware brand. It, well, I guess it's called a brand. Anyway, it's built with <laughs> inclusivity and diversity at its core, and I'm incredibly proud of what's to come. The inclusivity in these pants is a little tight around my balls. <laughs> <laughs> could you uh, could you tug on yeah. the diversity yeah. a little bit there? Uh, oh, that's so yeah. Much better. Uh, it's t- uh, yeah, it's down around my, bo- uh, my nutsack. <laughs> the inclusivity around my nutsack. Did that come down your bunghole? <laughs> around the inclusivity around my inclusive butthole. <laughs> inclusivity. Kardashian also clarified her decision to trademark the name does not preclude or restrict anyone in this instance from making kimonos or using the word kimono in reference to the traditional garment. You know what this is about, honestly, also? Uh, I bet you she's getting to take some of her newly found legal chops out for a spin. Mm. Oh, right, right. Right? Uh Maybe. Maybe. So, Does she have um, any? One more. You know what, though? And we talked about this. In this case, she has actually really done some good work in getting people out if you read some of the cases of the people yeah. who are in for really extended prison sentences that really turn their lives around, and she's yeah. she yeah. she could have just thrown some money at it, but she really did yeah, some she's, work. She's doing it. She's yeah. walking the walk. So uh, after all the drama with Tristan Thompson, the last thing on Khloe Kardashian's mind is dating. In an interview with Extra, the reality star said that she is definitely not thinking about dating. She said, "I'm having such a great time spending uh, time with my daughter. I'm loving right now, it's about." I'm putting on weight before I hibernate. She said, I'm uh, loving family time, me time, and being with True. It's awesome. That's my focus right now. Hmm. Uh, She also revealed she didn't watch the Tristan Thompson-Jordan Woods scandal unfold on her show because she doesn't want to relive the negativity, and she also stayed off social media when the episode aired. What a coincidence. I didn't watch it either. So she usually live tweets, from what I understand, Mm. uh, while watching her own television show. So that's her thing. But speaking of Tristan... Tristan. Uh, the NBA star wished Chloe a happy birthday yesterday on his Instagram page. He posted a pic of Chloe and their daughter, True, along with a caption, Happy birthday, Chloe. You are the most uh, beautiful human I've ever met inside and out. Thank you for being an amazing mommy to our princess, True. She's blessed to have someone like you to look up to. I wish you nothing but more success in sending you positive bless and send positive blessings your way. Enjoy your day, Coco. Yeah, she's so amazing. He got a Hummer from a tub girl. Yeah. <laughs> That's how well, amazing. That's pretty amazing, too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so more on this. Who is that? Yeah, that's, that's the post that is Tristan that Chloe? Hunt- yeah, oh. and that's the from Tristan Thompson's Instagram. He pulled up the Instagram picture to which I was just referring, and she's doing the uh, she's doing the duck lips. And you don't need to do that. Oh, my God. Everybody stop doing that. Everyone. I think we looked at the Everyone. picture right after she had just got her injections. You guys saw that picture. Yeah. She's walking yeah. along. Yeah. So how long after you get, I guess, if it's filler or was it collagen? Is that what they usually use? So. How long before that starts to deflate a little bit? I don't know. I, I don't know. I ran. Remember, I ran out of the office. I don't I, know. It's interesting because, I, you know, we, we know. Uh, I saw a, a posting from a beautiful woman that we all know, and she was doing that and yeah. doesn't need to do that. 
the the duck lip thing, and it it actually makes you look worse. I think uh, it looks, but weird. I don't know. To yourself, maybe no, does it look better? Body dysmorphia. But like at, at this point, like just I'm with you. Stop. Like I, I want to start a campaign. Stop doing that face. Come up with a different one. Yeah. Quick question: yeah. What do ducks do in pictures? Right. Yeah. Right. Human. Yeah. 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 Human, human face. Yeah, yeah. Smile. Yeah. They have little mini human teeth. <laughs> right. But they Smile. put him. Look at this human face. <laughs> All right. Well. <laughs> Moving on, it looks like Lala Anthony ain't buying Carmelo Anthony's recent explanation <laughs> about being photographed with a mystery woman on a yacht in, South, in the south of France. Whoa! Oh, if we cared about this, this would be a hell of a story. I know. I Sometimes <laughs> I just go because the names are funny. Well, uh, tr- trust me, you were talking about this yesterday, and then so, of course, I like to read up on everything and see, you know, make sure that I'm able to converse with you on yes. this. And this was the lead story on, like, three or four different sites. No right. kidding. So, yeah. hang on a second, though. They're not together anymore, correct? That's yeah. my understanding. Okay. Yeah, 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 so yeah. when was this picture taken that it even matters? This was know. just after the Eisenhower inauguration. Okay, <laughs> so I mean, was was this picture taken while Lala and, and Mello were together? And I don't know. What does it even matter? By the way, so TMZ just salivates over stuff like this, they, don't they? they live, sometimes I go through and the list of... Stories concerning Takashi sixty nine yeah, and, and sub rappers yeah. get full blown treatment, and I'm like, and then sometimes I'll turn to my wife and I'll say, I I have no use for this right. site anymore. Yeah. Do you ever watch a TMZ show? Yeah, pretty, they're a bunch of clowns. There's man. two. There, well, TMZ Live, TMZ Live is not bad. Oh yeah, the TMZ show where they're sitting around that's so wonderfully yeah. parodied uh-huh. uh, in the office. In the office, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. talking about. Yeah. but sometimes they really they overly dissect. Really silly things amongst really non-important well, people. That's a byproduct of having like fifty reporters out trying to get stories, yeah. and then they also buy stories from quote unquote their reporters or just photographers yeah. who go up and ask questions. Mm-hmm. But then again, somebody sitting in their car right now said, "You guys are doing that right exactly, now." Exactly, and they're so right. Shut, so right. Shut, up. shut up! Shut up! None of your business. <laughs> Wait, is he no longer in the NBA, Mello? No, he was um, kind of like released. He's in the mid- middle, he was playing for Houston last year. Okay, and then ended up n- not on any team. There was talks of maybe the Sixers pick him up. Uh, he's out of shape. He's really. Probably, if you see him in, yeah. in this way, he sits up and he's. Uh, you talking about a dad bod. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Lala. So after this picture posted of uh, him with the mystery woman, Lala took their her Instagram page and. Uh, Responded with a broken heart and crying face emoji. Oh, no. story. And she posted a heart with a knife going through it. Did she post a poop emoji? She later uh, she later deleted that post. No, there was no poop emoji. Lala sad. <laughs> There's an emoji with a, a heart with a knife through it? Well, I don't know. It just says a picture. Stabbed in the heart? Oh. It says she posted a heart with a knife going through it. So it doesn't say picture or emoji. So, Nick, I don't know. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, I know what she meant by it. I just didn't know if there was, sure. if there was an emoji. But no, maybe. but it might have been it might have been the heart emoji and then there is a knife. Well, there is a knife. Yeah. All right. There, knife, okay. It says knife going through it. So. Oh. Are you more inclined to do it? Really we need to figure this out. Yeah. No, no. Uh, I, I think we all oh, favor um, the uh, gifts. Right, I do. That I love those. Uh, I love gifts are fun to post. I, I mean, yeah. to text. I'll just sit and look through them. Yeah, especially yeah. Just, yeah. it's funny. To I'll see. take a gif over an emoji. It's funny to see what is and isn't available uh, yeah. in a gif. You know, you'll type in some cryptic uh, phrase and it'll be like, "There's not one for that." Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. But but sometimes it's like a misspelling. Like um like you. Can, I don't think boobs oh. is there, but if you do three O's, then there's yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. 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 Like, oh, tell me, there's not. There's got to be a gif of the. Three boobed girl from Total Recall, right? Oh my god, I don't know. 
Anyway, we're done with this story. I'm not right. talking about it anymore. Okay. Uh, Idris Elba has admitted that he was uh, disappointed uh, that people were opposed to him playing the role of James Bond simply because he's black. Uh, the rumor started back in uh, 2014 when an email from Sony Pictures senior executive Amy Pascal uh, where she had said Idris should be the next Bond. Idris told Vanity Fair that uh, he has no plans to play Bond. He said, you just get, you get disheartened when you get uh, people from a generational point of view going, it can't be. And it really turns out to be the color of my skin. And then I, if I get it and it didn't work or it did work, uh, would it be because of the color of my skin? That's a difficult position to put myself into when I don't need to. So, you know, I'm a massive Bond fan, and I came at it from a different way. I would uh, He's so good, he, he should have his own series, and I would hate to saddle somebody that good. He could pull off Bond no problem, but he'll al- he would always be the black Bond. Yeah. And that's a dumb saddle to put some on someone. Cre- create a, <laughs> Give him his own series. I remember it was an, he can handle it. It was an issue when Daniel Craig was the first blonde Bond. Blonde and, and blue eyes. And you're like, oh, this is a thing. I, I know, but but I mean, still, like you, you, like the likelihood of them, you know, three movies in going, the blonde James Bond, right, but yeah. you know, the black James Bond would stay throughout the entire run of Idris Alba's yeah. Idris Alba's Bond well, career, and, and, and the, the, the next Bond would have to be a black Bond as well, right? Yeah. You know, because he'd and be then, the first black and, Bond. And at least, yeah, <laughs> exactly. he'd be the first black Bond, yeah. yeah. And then you play all this stuff, and, and then you, you extract from his formidable capabilities. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm still, it wouldn't sully his, uh, you know, his paychecks, and uh, he'd be just fine. Absolutely, yeah. 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 Uh, but he explained, James Bond is a hugely coveted, iconic, beloved character that takes audiences on this massive escapism journey. Of course, if someone said to me, do you want to play James Bond? I'd be like, yeah. That's fascinating to me, but it's not something I've expressed like, yeah, I want to be the next be the black James Bond. Because, by the way, we're talking about a spy. If you really want to break it down, the more less obvious it is, the better. He said, Bond is one of the biggest franchises in the world, and for that reason, whoever ends up playing it lives it. You're that character and known as that character for many, many years. He's right. He said, I'm creating characters now that can still live alongside Ildris, not one's that take over, excuse me, me, and solely define me. Uh, Idris also opened up about married life. He and Sabrina uh, Dowry tied the knot back in April. He said, everything's a balance in life. I have to do the work because it's a popular time for me, and it's the it's best to have that. But also, I'm madly in love with my wife and my children. Is he still the reigning sexiest man of the year? Uh, People Magazine, it, I believe he is, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's in the new um, Hobbs and Shaw movie, and he refers to himself in the trailer as Black Superman, which, you know, is sort of a tongue-in-cheek joke, but has there actually been a Black Superman in the comics? Uh, I don't know. The, mm, that story arc is so long, I have no idea. There has been a black uniform. Does that count? Sure. Know. Yeah. All right. Uh, a couple other things. The first trailer for the new Charlie's Angels has debuted. Uh, the film which stars Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, and Ella Balinska as the Angels. Also stars Elizabeth Banks. She's going to be playing Bosley in it, and she directed the movie. And it's a co-screenwriter as well. Um, I watched it. Uh, the ladies look amazing in it. And they're taking a more serious tone with it than the other series. That like a Mission out. Impossible tone? Not that serious. Okay. Um, it's... Kind of hard to explain. I, uh, Steve, you'd have to you'd have to see it for yourself. But it's not really goofy, tongue in cheek like the other one was. Right. This is there's there's real threats, and um, I'd say kind of along the lines of the Kingsman, but without 
the all the big okay. effects right. uh, taking place, but it's a it, it looks it looks good. All right, it looks really good. And I didn't like Kristen the other ones. Stewart looks fantastic. I you know you guys did. I didn't I really liked care the for first it. one. I yeah. thought the first one was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I don't... thought they did some some cutesy stuff with it, and uh, and the action was really cool. I don't even think I made it all the way through. Wow. Okay. Mm. Uh, but Kristen looks amazing, and this girl Naomi Scott. I mean, all three of them are just absolutely gorgeous. Uh, but it's going to be coming out uh, November 15th. Hmm. Uh, Shannon Doherty posted a pic with her TV brother Jason Priestley on the set of Beverly Hills 90210 Reboot on Wednesday. I didn't realize that Jason Priestley was in Tombstone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because uh, I was watching it the other night. He's chronicling the whole story. Oh there are yeah. a few people who have little bitty roles in that film who you can miss in the blink of the eye. He's one of them. Billy Bob. Uh, Billy Bob Thornton, the guy from Wings. I'm, I'm having... Oh, uh, Thomas Hayden Church. He's, yeah. he he's the small, one who causes that shootout. He has a really small role in it as well. And there's there's a bunch of people in Tombstone. Uh, in but fact, anyway... There's one character. This nobody will know what I'm talking about. There's a guy that played one of my all-time favorite movies. It's a surf movie called North Shore, and a guy who plays this character called Turtle has a little bitty role in Tombstone, and I'm always excited to see Turtle in that. Turtle. Yeah. But anyhow, uh, so he is. What was I talking about? You were talking about oh, Jason Priestley. Picture. Yeah. Jason Priestley. Uh, so she, Shannon Doherty, wrote, and just like that, the twins are back. Jenny Garth, Tori Spelling. Uh, Ian Ziering, uh, Brian Austin Green are all returning to the show, and that will premiere on August 7th on Fox. So uh, it seems as if Shannon Doherty has um, gotten past the health issues, right? The cancer. Breast cancer, right? Breast cancer, yeah. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. So that's good. I'm definitely watching it. Cool. Uh, The ratings for CBS this morning are falling fast after the show revamped its anchor lineup last month. Uh, the ratings went up briefly after adding Anthony Mason and Tony uh, Docopil to uh, join Gail King in late May. As Nora O'Donnell was picked up by the new CBS Evening News anchor and John Dickerson moved to 60 Minutes. That's one that I'll just, if I happen to be up and have the TV on, I'll flip by and see what's going on. They they do some interesting stuff. Well, these guys aren't that well known in their slogan yeah. of, if you liked us nowhere else before, you're going to love us here. Right. <laughs> They're working on Yeah, they it. need yeah. to tinker with that. Uh, but for the week of June 17th, this morning had the smallest average audience since the changes. And uh, total viewers, <laughs> they're down more than 3.1 million Bring viewers. back Charlie Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Rose. Um, Just allow him to walk around with his robe open. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyhow, according to Page Six, the ratings for both NBC's Today Show and ABC's Good Morning America were down for the same time period, too. <laughs> so maybe just a lot of people weren't watching. I don't really know. Uh, according to E! Online, Beth Chapman will be cremated per her final wishes. Uh, her attorney said in a statement there will be a memorial service in Hawaii and Colorado. The details are still being finalized. Meanwhile, Annie will air in memoriam tributes to the reality star during their airing of Dog the Bounty Hunter on Monday. Uh, she passed away on Wednesday. We talked about it yesterday after a long struggle, struggle with uh, throat cancer. Uh, she was only 51 years old. So she had that initial struggle. She was in remission. And then when it came back, it came back and she was dead pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. That's what yeah. Uh, he had said. It came on very fast. So unfortunately. Uh, and the Dugan Duchess of Sussex confirmed yesterday that they will be touring Africa this fall in a post on their royal... It's going to take a lot to drag me away from you. On their Instagram page. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. Uh, they also hinted that their son, Archie, will be joining them. I bless the rain down in Africa. Uh, they wrote... 
They wrote, this will be their first official tour as a family. Look over that wagon, a monkey. They will, they will visit uh, the country of South Africa uh, with Prince Harry and also make stops. Come on, there. everybody, head to the hell. <laughs> They'll also make stops in uh, Malawi and Angola. Uh, he'll also do a short working visit in Botswana en route to their uh, to the other countries. Working? Yeah, that's what it says, yeah. So I would imagine that would be charity. They're probably glamping, right? Wow, okay. yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, charity makes sense. Yeah. I just wasn't sure. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Uh, the couple added, the Duke and Duchess are really looking forward to meeting so many of you on the ground and continuing to raise awareness. We would love to meet Tarzan. And raise awareness. He's not real. <laughs> not yeah. What? Yeah, not real. Cancel the trip. <laughs> Uh, the, to uh, raise awareness of the high impact. <laughs> work uh, local communities are doing across <laughs> do you remember the Commonwealth and beyond what? We all tried to do the turn. Oh, my all. God. Yeah, there's a Daily Rush video somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's impossible. It, it, well, it is impossible. To yell like that? You have yeah. to have an operatic yeah. capability. Yeah. Kathy, do it. No, <laughs> <laughs> How that guy did that, I don't know. And that was the, the actor. That was Johnny Weissmiller. Johnny Weissmiller. That's my understanding. He actually was able to. That's impressive. I've, I, ne- I've never heard anybody successfully like that. Try. Carol Burnett gets close. Yeah, but she's. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's female. She's got a higher yeah. register in her voice. But but for a guy to be able to actually yell like that, yeah. play it again. All right. Hit it. And uh, here we go. <laughs> I mean, listen to that top part. That, that yeah, yeah, that real that uh, trail falsetto, yeah, yeah. almost yodel type. Yeah, thing yeah, and they, it like like purposely kind of goes like out of tune a little bit. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> <Ow>. <laughs> now, I've never looked on YouTube. Maybe somebody has pulled it off successfully. Uh, okay, know. you never know. You don't want to hear that in the jungle. <laughs> Did you see the last uh, Tarzan film? Yes, with the dude from True Lies or True um, Blood. Yeah. True Blood. Is that who played him? Yeah, he's, 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 he's one of the Scars guards. Christoph Waltz yeah. is in it. Yes. And, and uh, yeah. Margot Robbie. I actually kind of liked it. Yeah, a little. It wasn't bad. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't amazing, but I, I did like how they kind of took the legend of him and he came back and, and they start, he started to get back into his society. He's pretty much a superhero. I just don't I like it when they kill the gorillas. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Stop <laughs> it with the gorilla killing. Uh, did you see the one that Bo Derek was in years ago? That was pretty terrible. No. Yeah. That wasn't... Uh, it was more about Jane than it was about Tarzan. Greystro- Greystoke? No, that's actually oh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's um, what that dude who... Uh, God, he looks like Phil Hartman. He was in hot. Yeah, he it was like the, Phil, Phil Hartman as Tarzan. <laughs> Phil Hartman is Tarzan, featuring Rob Schneider, Chris Farley, and Dana Carvey. <laughs> it's the all SNL yeah, yeah, yeah. version. A serious, dramatic Tarzan with all SNL cast members. You Tarzan, isn't that special? <laughs> Why is my phone talking? Because you asked. Uh, you asked Siri about Siri somehow. I'm, Siri apparently piped up on that. Yeah. Here, here are the matches for Tarzan. Shut up, Siri. Please. Sorry. And now she's not answering me. Oh, no, be that way. My, yeah. I have an uh, Alexa in my bedroom, and yeah. in the middle of the night, somehow I paired it with my phone, yeah, and I was yeah. playing music like from my phone, and it just started playing music in the middle of the night very loudly. And Freak I was like, uh, Alexa, stop. Trying to put you in the mood. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the movie years ago, Demon Seed, where the woman had the assistant robot in the house that actually impregnated her? No. 
Oh, wait a minute. Long time ago? Long time ago. Yeah, I do Robert Vaughn did the voice of the robot. I'm going to have to write that down. Yeah. I remember that. That was from way back when. I think it was from first we got HBO. Yes, you'd be right around that time. Right. So the Royals are going to Africa, huh? They're going to Africa. <laughs> and a robot impregnated. Tarzan and a robot impregnated woman. very much look forward to meeting Tarzan. <laughs> All right. He can talk to the animals, you know. Let's, uh, let's get to the clips. Oh, yeah. Is that cool? <laughs> <laughs> oh! All right, so... Where the hell are my clips? Uh, right here. Right there. Oh, thank you. Based on... Wait a second. No, it's not Mr. Clips. No, it's no. Friday. No. Uh, movie's what? opening. Oh, movie's opening, Preston. Oh, damn it. Do you have that? Oh, poo. Darn. Oh, poo. Yeah, I do have them. I'm sorry. Because the Clips would come after the movie. Yeah, you are right, and I went way too long in that entertainment report. I apologize. It's already eight minutes after seven, but we do have to lead you to the box office this weekend. <laughs> Let you know what is opening brand new for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll start with this one. Annabelle comes home. This is getting pretty good reviews. Is it? Yeah. After they've, uh, how many times have they gone to this well? Two hundred and fifty. I've never seen any of these. This movies. is would be the. There was Annabelle. There was, uh, this would be including the original movie. The, Fourth, Okay. Uh, it's a horror film directed by Gary Dauberman. It stars Patrick Wilson, Vera Farmiga, or Farmiga, McKenna Grace, and others. Uh, the evil doll, Annabelle, terrorizes the young daughter of famed paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren. It's rated R, hour and 46 minutes. Rotten Tomatoes score so far is 65%. Lorraine Newman, uh, Lorraine Newman, <laughs> Lorraine Warren just passed in SNL mode. Lorraine Warren just passed away, uh... Two weeks ago, I think. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. Wow. All right, and then the other one, and I, it's been recommended that I go see this from somebody who caught a sneak peek of it, and I definitely will, Yesterday. Yeah. It's a musical slash comedy. It's uh, directed by Danny Boyle, who's yeah. phenomenal. Home run. Uh, stars Lily James, uh, Himesh Patel, Elise Chappell, Kate McKinnon, and Ed Sheeran is in it as well. And it's about a struggling musician who wakes up one morning to find that he's the only person who's ever heard of the Beatles or the Beatles music. And he knows all the Beatles songs. Uh, It's an interesting concept. It's rated PG-13. It's an hour and 56 minutes and has uh, got a score of 65% so far. So for me, you know it's going to come. It comes back around. But um, uh, the mystery is how, like, does it finish off with him remaining the only one? Or eventually we assume people remember, right? Either that or maybe he wakes up from a dream yeah, yeah, or something yeah. like oh, that. Oh, that's such a cop-out. I hate I know that. it is, but yeah. it's the, the only He's thing. He's Tarzan. So yeah. who knows? Tarzan had strange dream. <laughs> wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What? me, Tarzan, what happened? <laughs> Tarzan, only man who remember Beatles music. All right. Okay. Do you want me to do this now? It is real quick. All right. MGM claimed to have enhanced the Tarzan yell in post-production, reportedly... They did it in post. They added and mixed the following. A second track of Weissmuller's voice amplified, a track of a hyena howl played backwards, huh. a note sung by a female opera soprano with the speed varied to produce a fluttery sound, the growl of a dog, the bleat of a camel, and the raspy note of a violin's G-string being bowed. So he did it all himself? I don't believe that. No? I don't, I don't No, play it again. Okay. Hey! 
It's that seems a lot more simple than all that crap. I don't hear all of that. Yeah, I all hear right. I hear the hyena clearly. Let's go to the uh, clips. Let's do those now. All right. Thank you. Uh, based on the Philip Meyer book, The Sun chronicles the birth of America and the rise and fall of a Texas ranching and oil family. And in this clip, Pierce Brosnan discusses the portrayal of his character. So there is such a duality to the man. There's also a mild kind of schizophrenia, if you want to go into that arena. Why is he talking like this? There's such a duality to the man. He normally doesn't talk no, he like doesn't. that. Because he was mangled and tortured and fractured at a very early age. This is the man that I portray. He, he has this fierce, wild streak within him, and yet he has this geniality. Really? Yeah. That's the thing. They they need to do that in order to play these. They have to create these like. You, you wanted to make yeah. it seem as if you really had to dissect the character and reassemble him in a way that would suggest early Americana and something no. that pertained to the growing industry in America and the eventuality of the duality of the zeitgeist. <laughs> the uh, are we done yet? The series finale of the Sun. <laughs> Airs tomorrow night, 9 o'clock on AMC. <laughs> she wraps it up with a schadenfreude. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all think Nugent and uh, uh, Sunny D versus the Purple Star. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's the next clip. Oh, Christ. Uh. <laughs> Can you imagine a world where Abbey Road and Sgt. Pepper's never existed? Well, yesterday features a struggling singer-songwriter who becomes the only person who remembers the Beatles' music, and he uses that to start his career. Here, uh, Himesh Patel talks about Ed Sheeran preparing him to perform for a crowd. We were talking in rehearsal because Ed came to rehearsal. You know, he was he was so great to work with. He was just very normal actor and i asked him like you know how do you do this like perform in front of thousands of people in stadiums and he said uh, well when the adrenaline starts kicking in the crowd sometimes become like a blob and he just plays to the blob Stop. <laughs> he plays to the blip uh yesterday is in theater today as i said just a little while ago all right and there you go that's the entertainment report for you this morning my friend so Let's take a break. It's already almost a quarter after seven. Oh, my God. We're just oh my wrapping God. this up. I know, I know. And uh, we have, in about an hour, our friend uh, Brad Williams is going to be in the studio. So we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Make sure that you stay with us this morning. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, the Greg Silver Band. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. You get more beautiful every time. You make me say yeah. See and hear more at WMMR.com. Keyword local shots. The Greg Silver Band. Jackson's local shots artist of the month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Kat sent over a story to me a little while ago about uh, health officials in New Jersey <clears throat> warning people not to swim in one of the state's largest lakes. And I'm not familiar with where this is. Lake uh, Hapatkong. Hapatkong? Or Hapatkong. Or Hapatkong. H-O-P-A-T-C-O-N-G is what, how you spell it. What so. town, Preston? Uh, I don't know. 
It does not say in this particular 40, story. 40 miles from uh, Manhattan. It's located 30 miles from the Delaware River. Okay, and they say they're, they're, they're warning people not to swim in it because of a harmful algae bloom Ooh. that has taken over the lake. And by the way, so, you know, I live in a golf course community, and so we have a couple of small ponds out there. And I've noticed that, that what I've never seen before, all these this algae and stuff uh, coming in from the banks that are headed towards the center are really overgrown. I've seen people swim and stuff like that. I don't uh, no, no, it's disgusting. It's been it's because of the uh, the heavy rainfall followed by the warm weather. So I mean, as great as Kathy, you've been talking about how great the the, the plumage looks right now, yeah, the flowers yeah. and the uh, yeah. and and so that that happens in the water as mm. well. There was I'm sorry to interrupt. No, Steve. there was one time my son and I. We, uh, Carter and I went to, uh, Montana to a dude ranch, uh, and they had, uh, these off-road vehicles that you could take and just go wherever you wanted to. And they said that there was this, uh, lake, it was called Soda Lake, and it was, you know, like half hour away, something like that. You had to take these roads nobody was on, and we eventually got there, and it was beautiful. We, it was isolated, nobody there at all. We had this to ourselves. It was gorgeous, and you just wanted to get in the water. Yeah. Because it looked so beautiful. They told us at the dude ranch, they're like, you can swim in it if you want to. Uh, but that's a bad, it's a bad beginning. Yeah, exactly. That's a bad beginning to a sentence. Yeah. But they said, you just have to be careful of the leeches. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. No. So we're sitting there, we're looking at this no. beautiful thing, and I'm no. like, man, I want to get in there so bad. And there's no nope. way. Nope. No yep. way I was so doing The issues like with um, large ponds, you know, the old classic old swimming hole, Preston. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the flesh eating bacteria. Well, that's stuff. what Casey's terrified yeah. of. Yeah, all, that's that sort of stuff. The viruses, the, the, the you know, all those weird things that that are in these smaller, by larger lakes. You know, and oh, you, you talk about this right years. You know, l- large lakes are that th- for many that is there instead of going to the ocean, they go yeah. to the lake. Yeah. That's when, what they do. when I lived in South Carolina for a few years, we had we had two swimming holes. Yeah, and literally, that's what they were. When you got enough rain, they would fill up, and you got and they had names. There was Big John and Little John, <laughs> there you go. and you would and you would go swimming in them. And I never once thought about you know flesh eating bacteria. I hadn't been invented yet. Yeah. yeah, right. Exactly. What, what killed it for me very early on was uh, the movie Creep Show. Because there's a guy in the movie where he's like laying on the dock, and next thing you know, he's got this thing sucking his face down. Yeah, it's like water. a tarish material. Yeah, that's, yeah. A lot. that's a great sequence. I know, yeah. but like that's kind of what ruined legs for me from Creep the very, show. very beginning. Yeah. And um, all right, I can it, see that. But uh, like, I will go. New Hampshire, man, the Winnipesaukee, like that that lake. You water, swam in that lake. I swam in that lake, but it was spring fed. It was cold. I didn't really have to worry Listen, about that. I, I don't like. I don't like sooty, mushy. Yeah, but yeah, yes. I, I don't like I that don't aspect of lakes. Right. But I've been in lakes where that's not the case, where you have yeah, right. not you know, all lakes are the same. Yes, but I went to also when I was in New Hampshire last year. It wasn't a lake; it was a swimming hole, and it was jumping off of these rocks, and it was, all, it was cold. You know, like it's the warmer. Weather warmer lakes that kind of like bug me out a little. Right. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Kathy had also sent me over. Uh, <laughs> this is from a website called Science One Hundred One. The top places you should never ever go swimming. <laughs> Get ready, Case. And here, here comes more paranoia. Yeah, there's a lot of them, and I'll I'll, I'll do my best to. This is to, good advice, though. To skip over some of these, and <laughs> some of them are. Obvious. Casey's favorite subject, sharks. Ah. Oh, so yeah. so quick thing here, Preston. You've had a number of stories in the bizarre file about people who've gone and 
have swam in these various places and have ended up with things that have rotted their brains out and, and caused all sorts of horrific things. Yeah. It's not like it doesn't happen. It's extremely rare. <laughs> it's incredibly common. Yeah, No, it's not. It's, it's very, very rare. Uh, hang on real quick. Before I go to these places, let me go to Joanne because she wants to share a story in, in tandem to what I was talking about just a second ago. Hi, Joanne. Hi, how are you? Good. What do you want to share with us? Well, um, I guess it was about 10 years ago. My daughter played um, travel softball, and we used to go to different tournaments, and one of them was in Ocean City, Maryland. So um, my two boys um, were with me, and they were only about, like, five and four at the time. And it was pouring rain, so the games were canceled. So we were back at the hotel, and I would let them play along the the um, outside the hotel because it was a torrential rain, and it was kind of, like, flooding. So then... I was watching them, and the next thing you know, they, they walked down to the end of the hotel, and they kind of disappeared. So I went to the end, and there was this girl who was on the, from another team, and, and she was um, standing over my one son who was kind of picking at things. And I'm like, and so I said to my one son, I said, what's he doing? And the girl's like, I think he's pulling leeches off. <sighs> so here he had leeches all around the waistband of his bathing suit, no. all in his legs. And here he no. is, four years old, picking them off of him. I was so grossed out. It was oh, it's disgusting. Yeah. All right, Leech. thanks, John. You saw the African Queen, right? You remember that scene in the African Queen where he's pulling the uh, the, no. the boat through the river? Mm-hmm. And he gets up and his, his body from the neck down is just leeches. They just... You you know what's weird is you... Target you. Apparently they, they have a, a, <clears throat> a, a mild... Um, like a sedative. Yeah, well, it's not a sedative. It's a... Uh, oh, oh a, like a lidocaine, like a, yeah, a numbing it, agent. A numbing agent, yeah. yeah. And you don't feel them right. latch onto you and then dig into your skin. It's a, it's a natural... They used to be a, a method of medical treatment. Yes. But, you know, yeah, they, it exactly. still is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. still is. All right, so anyhow, away from leeches, on to Lake Kivu in Rwanda, one of the places you should never swim. Oh, yeah. That's my summer vacation, Preston. One of the most dangerous lakes on planet Earth. You know this story, Nick? I do, yeah. Yeah, it's called, it looks deceiving, it's beautiful, but it, the lake is considered an exploding lake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which, which means... Which you shouldn't go swimming yeah. in. Yeah. Then on occasion, it can erupt, and this is due to the unstable ground afforded to it by a nearby volcano. Unfortunately... When this lake erupts, it releases into the air bountiful amounts of carbon dioxide. Is this the lake that, like, killed a village near it? I'm not sure if that's the one or not, but I do remember that story, Steve. So if there's all this CO2, it's taking up the space of oxygen. That's and not so, good. Yeah, we, we like oxygen. You can't breathe. Like raisins in our meatballs. <laughs> it's a lot like yeah. that. Uh, so that's a place you don't want to go to. Uh, there's also Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, which... Listen, some of these you got to take with a, with a little tongue-in-cheek because thousands upon thousands of people will descend upon Myrtle Beach and be just fine. Right. Uh, but the riptides are dangerous Rip there. Tide? Now, that I've always known. The riptides down there are formidable. Specifically and, in Myrtle Beach? Yes. Yes, in, in huh? Myrtle Beach. And in tandem with that are the presence of warm water cannonball jellyfish. Oh, cannonball jellyfish. They're deadly. They can paralyze... Those that sting in the water, whether uh, while neither is likely to kill on their own when you combine them, if you get stung by jellyfish and then dragged out by a riptide, you're probably going to die. Oh, man. So they're saying it's dangerous to be there. Just look for the cannons. Uh, West End, Grand Bahama Islands. All right, so what makes Beautiful this... there. By the way, the water is crystal clear. It is the I most beautiful that. light blue you've ever seen. You can see right to the bottom. A, lot of, a lot of these are those like beautiful crystal clear where you want to go in, but totally. they're saying uh, no. So if you are just on, on a uh, 
another side here. Uh, some of the most beautiful, I think two or three of the most beautiful beaches are the beaches deemed to be the in the top ten in the world are in Bermuda. And uh, Bermuda seldom has any issues. So it's very expensive, but if you get down to Bermuda, they're wonderful beaches. All right, so with, you, with being able to see to the bottom of the ocean, you can see all the sharks that are there. Yay! On Tiger Beach, for instance, you will find a great abundance of tiger sharks, and tiger sharks are one of the more vicious of the shark species. Uh, you are likely safe, however, if you decide to venture into the waters, and the risk of shark attacks is actually very, very low, so keep that in mind. You know, it's come around in this, well, come around in a bad way. Cape Cod has issues. Now, no one has been attacked, but they're... Um, Great white shark population is becoming more robust oh, because their seal population is getting more robust. Oh mm-hmm. man! Yep. Um, did you anybody see the video of that shark uh, attacking the dog in the surf? No. It is terrifying. But what ends up happening are these three dogs are now attacking the shark. But what you see, and it's in this. It, I mean, it's in really shallow water, and there's just a dog kind of waiting in the water, and you just see this shark go. Boom! Just beelines for this dog. Yeah, I'm not it's not sure. I'm thrilled with this. Scary. Yeah. Did the dog live or die? I don't. I didn't stick around long enough to. Okay. That's an inspiring out. new movie. So yeah. here's another place you should never go swimming. Although I would want to because it looks awesome. Victoria Falls. Yeah. Oh, really? Zambia. Uh. One, of the, one of the greatest series of waterfalls that exists. So here's the deal. They they have these areas that are called devil's pools. And yeah. you guys have seen mm-hmm. footage of people. It looks like they're going to fall over the side yes. and that they're in the falls. These little pools are little digs that accumulate water in which you can swim. They're literally on the lip of the falls. And people have oh my fallen out of those things because they've been careless about it. I think of it as like uh, nature's infinity pools, Preston. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what it looks like. But they look so cool. But So you're saying a lot of times people will go over. Sometimes, if, if you're not careful, yes. But they can. Uh, oh, wow. you, you can get in there. But they say that it, it can be very dangerous. I think there's those those pools exist in uh, Yosemite as well because there's some waterfall. And I'm going there this summer. Really? But I, yeah, I think, I'm think i not 100% sure. But I think in Yosemite Falls, there's a spot where you can go swimming out into the river um and i i wouldn't do it only because that element of fear of heights creeps into my brain pretty fast like when right. you look out over that edge even if you're in a secure spot i i get weirded out by i it. i agree uh, you know especially turning my back yeah. we're looking yeah. at a picture right now where they the, the two of the guys have their back this is a, it's a magnificent waterfall wow, but that. um no nah, that's not me wow that looks amazing uh, i wouldn't do that unless i had a parachute on <laughs> uh i'm skipping around a few of these because there's a lot of them on this list uh queensland australia well if you just said australia i have yeah. every reason not to go uh home to an abundance of deadly and terrifying creatures there are sharks saltwater crocodiles stonefish and the exceptionally deadly blue ringed octopi and box jellyfish would you ever in a in a in a unvetted body of water in australia would you ever no 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 you'd be insane uh no especially the box jellyfish uh, is particularly deadly one sting from this tiny creature can induce a cardiac arrest, which can kill you almost instantly. Yay. There's a place called the Strid. The, the Strid sounds wonderful. In the middle of Yorkshire, England. And what makes it so dangerous is the presence of small and hidden creatures. These currents, or I'm sorry, small and hidden currents. Oh. Uh, the currents, for those who fall in, can quickly become deadly, sucking people down and in. Uh, the result was that you drown and uh, face the bottom. Most often, the currents will drag you beneath rocks, which causes you to get trapped, and then you drown. Yeah, there's a place similar, actually, just kind of like north of North Wildwood, where the ocean meets uh, into the Anglesey area. Um, and I, I never knew that, but 
Uh, like, they're, you know, my you know, cousin tells me, like, don't even think about, e- even if you're, like, waist deep in this particular area, you just get sucked right out. Oh, we were whitewater rafting in Vancouver, and, and a lot of people will be thrown off. They'll think, hey, I'll get out of the boat, you know, and just kind of swim along a little bit. They don't realize how fast the current is moving, and there are a lot of trees off to the oh. side. Yeah. So if the branches stick out and you get caught, it'll pull you under. Yep. Yeah. And you, you, there's no way... That amount of water moving against your body will just keep you under. Yep. Uh, There's a place called Reunion Island. It is a small little island off the coast of Madagascar, located succinctly in the Indian Ocean. The place has become the shark capital of the world. (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. The shark attack capital (laughs) of the world. Reunion Island. It says that there have been a record number of around 39 attacks on this island. Uh, the number is still low considering the distra- the drastically high number of people who actually swim there each year. Uh, but still, it's got the most uh, shark attacks. Um, I'll find. I, no, no, don't don't ever go there. It should be it should be uh, blown up. Uh, there's a place called the Blue Lagoon. Oh, with in, uh, uh, Brooke Shields. Yeah, in Iceland. No, it's in the UK. Oh. The Blue um, Lagoon, and it is the lake has such a drastically high pH level. Uh, the natural pool has an alkalinity comparable to that of ammonia or bleach. Oh, so and, it's like a quarry. Yeah, if ammonia leaks into a, a local lake or stream, it is uh, quarantined because of the potential danger. The Buxton Derbyshire Blue Lagoon, it says, should be avoided at all costs. It looks like, yeah, we're looking at it. It looks like a quarry. How many How many times over the years have people jumped into those hot springs Oh, my God. Not realizing How that hot they're they are. boiling hot. Yeah, exactly. I would, speaking of quarries, I would like to go swim at a flooded quarry sometime. I thought that's you what did. You did? You know what I did? Yeah, yeah. Dutch Springs. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Wait, I already did this. <laughs> well, that was... You were scuba diving. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm thinking more of like... Um, uh, Just like a swimming hole. Like like a, like a breaking away. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Is it they, clear? They all go, uh, I mean, yeah, there's visibility. I mean, you've, you've got like, you know, 10 but, yards of visibility. Like in it. Like that, so... I don't know if it was, um, you know, our moms being overly concerned or overly protective, but we were always warned as we were kids growing up because there were two quarries um, near us where you could swim, never to go in them because there was qui- uh, equipment, old equipment yes. underneath. Yep. Yeah. yeah, so um, we never did. But I tell you what, at Dutch Springs, which is not too far away, it's, it is, it's some of the coldest water I've yeah. ever swam yeah. in. <laughs> it's, uh, and I've, I've been in worse. I've been in cold springs where it's like you just can't even tolerate it. Yeah, it's right. so cold. But this is, it's, it's fed by a cold spring, and the deeper you go, and it's like 90 feet deep. Yeah. If you want to dive deep, because we did our diving certification, our open water certification. My wife did as well, yeah. And it's freaking freezing. Is that where they have so the, the, uh, the guy... water park stuff there? Yeah, they us? do. Okay. They, have, they have all yeah. kinds of inflatable stuff on top of the water, Casey, but underneath, right. they have, like, fire engines and boats and, and a, it's a helicopter and platforms and all these things for you to, to your, do your diving Certification and exploration. Of. A lot of people it's wear cool. what they call dry suits. They, they go down there. They're supposed to be a little bit warmer, are they not? I Dry suits are a real pain in the ass. They yeah. actually fill up with air. Yeah. Uh, but I, people prefer wetsuits yeah. over that. But that's usually in real extreme conditions right, that they'll right. use a dry suit. But yeah, it's supposed to be warmer. All right. In Indonesia, there is the Satarium River. And the archipelago is home to some of the most beautiful shorefronts visible, but uh, there's a mass amount of biodiversity. The life there has adapted differently on each of the different islands. But despite all this beauty beauty and splendor, it is sometimes a place you shouldn't swim. Uh, the river is a, an example of this, and it's mainly because of pollution. 
Uh, people have filled the place with so much garbage that it has since become uninhabitable by the local swimmer. It doesn't blow your mind that people will, will go and swim in the Ganges. That's on this list too. That's yeah, way up. Which on is this list, just a Steve. flowing. Bubbling sewer. Yeah, in fact, that's, yeah, it says here. That's tempting. Pollution. This is the Ganges. Pollution, carbon emissions. The Ganges River in India has become the most dangerous area in which to swim people. No no effing way. I put into the water trash, plastic, and pretty much everything else that they didn't want to deal with. And the result is now the toxic Ganges. Where where around, I mean, around here are there, obviously, you know, there are people. Right around here? Yeah. Uh, I I would think canals would be the most dangerous around here because that's more like standing water. Yeah. Most of the rivers in this area are, are relatively clean, especially when compared to, say, the Ganges. Yeah, but right. there's that canal in Manhunk, right? It's right. like it's on the you know the oh, banks. The towpath? Of, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and it's on the banks of the Schuylkill River. And I see people like fishing there all the time. Sure. What the, about what about swimming? No, no, I've never but seen. like even the ducks go, no. Nah. <laughs> but they're fishing there, and I'm like, are they gonna eat what they catch there? Is this Probably. just for fun? Yeah. In that gross ass canal. I mean, just because it looks gnarly doesn't necessarily mean that it's you know has like mercury or well high levels of toxicity in it. Like if they if they well, if they are fishing along like where the uh, where the where the bus station is right off of Main Street. There, oh yeah, over that bridge, right? That that, that, that come that's all stocked. There are no you know the fish are, are put yeah. in. You know. Uh, okay, so this has always freaked me out. Uh, and oddly enough, you shouldn't swim around Hoover Dam. <laughs> no. No, why? That's how this swims list. around Hoover Dam. It dangerous is. place. Uh, yeah, exactly. Man, dams are impressive and uh, wonderful pieces of engineering, but they terrify me. Yeah. I don't know why. And, you know, because Do growing up. Do you think up, it's because of underwater? Well, that's it. Yeah. Because we growing up, uh, we spent a lot of time on lakes. And most lakes, a lot of lakes are formed by dams. And at some point, if you're in a boat, you're going to end up over by the dam. And there's all kinds of big warning signs and don't go past this area and stuff. It always... Damn right. The the (laughs) idea of getting sucked into a dam is one of my greatest fears. Or I tell you one of the... it's It's the stuff of nightmares as you're heading along the roads into Niagara. And you're seeing oh the progression God. of signs. Yes. Do not go past this point. Yeah. Do not go past this point. What are you doing past this point? And they have these big things out in the river that are that are these pieces of machinery that direct the flow of the of the and I'm like, it it scares me for some reason. If you so I, I've done a ton of swimming out off of boats and stuff like that, but I tell you what, when you get into the water next to a boat, initially it's unner. It's unnerving. Oh yeah, it's unnerving. Yeah. It, re- it really is. With the engine on the back. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I immediately see my leg being chopped. Absolutely. Up the oh, yeah. With uh, the prop. See, see, I did a lot of water skiing as a kid, and anytime I got in any body of water, I just said to my dad, "Go, like, get me up as fast as possible." Not yeah. because of the motor, just because You're I don't dangling know. Dangling legs under me. Yes. Calling no. to all sea creatures to gnaw on your kneecaps. <laughs> yes. Steve, I was always singing about the the prop on the, the boat. props. It, it always just freaked me out a little bit. All right, so. Anyhow, uh, the currents uh, are super strong around Hoover Dam. There are many intakes along the dam, which allow the water to water at the top to move down to the bottom at a controlled pace. The intakes have ostensibly taken the lives of many unsuspecting swimmers. Really? The dam also has something called uh, bellmouth spillways, uh, which are uncontrolled ways through which the, the they transport water. So there's all kinds of. Issues. What's the deadliest body of? Did you is this listed by the deadliest? Yeah, there's a number one on here. If you want me to yeah, get right what's, to what's it, what's the number one deadliest swim this where one. people will occasionally will swim? The boiling lake. <laughs> yeah, it literally. Di- well, there you go. In Dominica. 
One of the most dangerous places to swim. (laughs) Come on. Yes. The name alone says it. That's what drew me into this whole list. I read that first one and I was like, okay. It is the presence of scalding hot magma beneath the surface. Yeah, that's why you shouldn't go in? Uh, this magma induces the water to reach the temperature of boil of a boiling point, literally causing the lake to boil. The lake boils. Come in, it's really great. Yeah. Come on. Oh, so refreshing. <laughs> it's really great. Uh, but where's Dominica? Because I'm thinking Dominica, Dominican Republic. No, it's Dominica. It's Dominica. Its own, yeah, it's its own island in the uh, in the Caribbean. So, uh, how many people have died there? Does it give a? Um, I assume there are um, convenient warning signs around yeah. telling you that you'll be boiled to I death. Don't, I don't think these are ranked by incidences and deaths. It's just like just dangerous water. Yeah. You fun fact. Yeah, you'll, fun you know you'll boil to death. Yeah. Why don't you? Why don't they just throw a giant ice cube in there to cool it off? Yeah. yeah why right? didn't they think of that? Come on. I wonder how many idiots um, injured themselves or kill themselves uh, because <laughs> they look at. Uh, the Grand Prismatic Spring in Yellowstone, or you know, they go oh, to these yeah. places and they, oh, well, they that's they, they look so beautiful yeah. and so enticing. I have a hot tub at home. I like that. Yeah, <laughs> I was telling Kathy years ago when we, you know, my wife and I took a trip to Vancouver. They fly you up to a glacial lake, which is if, if and and they don't just drag you where you're screaming. What are you doing? You have right. to actually sign up for the trip, and they'll take you up there. But uh, it was the most beautiful, pristine, clean, clear lake. Uh, I didn't have a bathing suit, but you, you, you know, you could have gone into it. But I mean, I've never seen a more magnificent body of water. Yeah, I was uh, one time in, uh, was headed to Jackson Hole. I was driving down from Yellowstone, and, st- and the Grand Tetons are there, so I stopped in Teton Park, and they have these reflective ponds at the base mm. of these mountains. Oh, wow. Can you swim in them? Just so amazing. I'm sure you can. Can you I throw mean, your garbage in there? But, but I'm standing there, and it was September, and the water is, and I was by myself, and oh. nobody was there, and the water, you could see right at the bottom, and I thought about just stripping down in my underwear and jumping in, but it was, you know, the water's like 60 degrees. And right this way is the reflective. Ah! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, all right, there's a place, and we got to wrap this up in just a second, in south-central Texas called Jacob's Well. Is that number two? Uh, yes, it's yeah. one of the cooler lakes, and its uh, its waters are, are crystal clear. If you wanted, you could look straight to the bottom. Uh, but it has a system of tunnels and caves beneath it, <laughs> oh, cool. which enable you to explore the depths in ways not normally afforded to much lake goers. But with the ample beauty comes danger. Many people, in other words, will embark into the depths and never come out. Oh so God. when my wife oh, went to you. swim with the manatee down in Florida, in the uh, I forget the Crystal Springs or whatever it is down there. I don't know the exact name of it, but it's where a lot of that you can go and swim and bask with the manatee. Uh, at, well, you dive down in the water, and there are similar, like, sort of caves and yeah. things. Yeah. And they have um, fencing over the openings, but the signs say clearly, proceed past this and you will die. Okay. I mean, it's that it's that clear, and yet people still do it. Well, you know, the, the really, and some of the ones that aren't even on this list are the places where surfers go. Uh, like oh, yeah. Like Casey Mavericks out in uh, Northern California mm-hmm. or... Bonsai Pipeline, North Shore of Oahu. There's caves underneath there and stuff. You know, you can get washed in on, into that stuff and, oh, and never find yeah. your way you out. See the, you see the ways that, that push people into those caves. Oh. How would you get out of that? They, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's unbelievable. And then that's it. If the 100-year storm hits, like you're oh, in serious That's what took Bodie, right? 50-year storm. 50-year storm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he had well, a 100 years. Yeah, 100 years. Of, yeah. <laughs> that's, it has, he went twice. Yeah. 50 <laughs> extra years to get stronger. Uh, so anyhow, it's an interesting article on dangerous places to swim in Science 101, but you do not want to go to New Jersey's largest lake, the... 
Department of Environmental Protection has issued a warning because of harmful algae blooms that are taking place at Lake uh, Hapatkong or Hapatkong. I'm not sure how you pronounce that, but it's up north of I-80 uh, okay. in the uh, in the northern New Jersey mountains. Gotcha. All right, uh, listen, we got to take ourselves a break, and we got to give away some beer. We have actually a few cases that we'll probably give away through the course of the morning. And I have a case of Yard Summer Crush. We'll take color number 15 at 215-263-WMMR, and it's an easy-drinking, flavorful wheat beer with a juicy citrus finish that's perfect Mm -hmm. to bring to every single summer celebration. Pick up a case of Summer Crush at Circle Liquor Store in Summer's Point. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we will dive into that bizarre file for you. Stay put. The President Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Actually, I have a little bit of breaking news. Uh, Marissa just handed me a case. You, have the, the... you want it? Yeah, sure. Right, I wasn't sure if you wanted that. Case. Well, yeah, why not? Break, break, breaking news. Breaking news. Uh, Steven Adler of Guns N' Roses hospitalized after stabbing himself. Oh, I just saw no. this, yeah. Oh. Uh, now, I don't know the nature of this. It was treated for a stab wound to his stomach what? and not life-threatening from what they understand at TMZ. And it says the wound appears to be self-inflicted. Now, that can mean an accident, too. But it I, absolutely I, can mean an accident. But he's know. had he's had issues. He's uh, I know uh, Kathy and I always talk about we how him. we were big fans <laughs> of his because on the... Uh, Sober House and the other one was... Uh, surreal, uh, Celebrity Rehab, right? Celebrity Rehab, right. Yeah. Um, it, you you, you know. got to like him. He just you you saw his personality at least on the show, and he was just such a nice guy. And he yeah. was fighting back from a mother who just effed him up. Yeah, yeah, and he had I mean he had a true problem, but you know on the inside he was a real nice guy. Yeah, he, he got screwed over in the band too. So oh man, I hope he's doing okay. Um, but and we've had him on the show before, and he's just a, he's a sweet guy. He's you know he's had a stroke, he's had some issues, his speech is a little bit. Uh, messed up, but uh, so anyhow, I just thought I'd pass that along. Hopefully, he's going to be okay. All right, uh, we need to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you by God Shoals, uh, and you can cook out and eat lighter with God Shoals real meat, real wood smoked turkey bacon, eighty percent less fat than pork bacon, pork bacon, and uh, all the rich smoky flavor. Discover hundreds of recipes at godshawls.com. A 40-year-old driver has been killed after his camper, like an RV, sped up a ferry terminal ramp, hurtled through the air, over the water, and slammed down on the departing ship's deck. You've got to see this foot. You saw it, Preston, right? I saw the leftovers of it. I did not watch the video. There is live footage of this jump, and this is a... Thing comes crashing down. I'm amazed only the driver's dead. And you now, said it was an RV? Yeah. And it was a mechanical problem. It wasn't, this oh. guy wasn't crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, footage, footage exists. If you guys, here it is. Look at it. Yeah, we'll go through this because it's uh, it, it's pretty unbelievable what happened. And they're, they're actually calling this guy a bit of a hero because it was out of control and he managed to avoid hitting people. All right, and, wow. And he goes off this ramp and flies up over the water. The ferry is leaving. Oh, my gosh. And it lands it. on, and he, oh, my God. Oh, my oh. God. And that, that, Steve, that had to have cleared, I don't know, 80 feet? 80 feet? Something like right. that. The, guy, the driver survived? No. Oh, no, oh, no, no, but, but oh. to Preston's point, lived. he's saying that he, they believe he might very well have directed it to the edge of the 
of the ferry because there are people right to the yeah. side of it that managed to uh, wow. avoid getting killed. So his name is Eric Bellick, who's from Quebec. He was pulled from the wreckage of the uh, RV and rushed to the hospital. He died hours later. A female passenger was alive and remains in critical mm. condition. Uh, the footage shows the moment the vehicle soared over the edge of the ramp at the bottom of a steep hill, reportedly due to mechanical failures. It came to a stop only as it collided with the edge of the boat, which was on its way across the uh, Saguenay River. Uh, a witness on the scene confirmed that no passenger on the ferry were injured in the crash. Bellick was hailed as a hero for maneuvering the runaway vehicle to avoid injuring others on his doomed route down the exceptionally steep Highway 138. Uh, video shows several cars and a small crowd of people gathered on the deck as the ferry motors through the water water roughly 30 feet from the loading ramp. So it was a little close in there, but 30 feet still. It looks uh, a lot further in the video. Which the vehicle's owners had just used to get their cars aboard hmm. the vessel. Racing along the steep highway, a white camper can be seen approaching the loading ramp and does not appear to slow down. It seemed to be that the brakes had gone out, and the man honked to warn people down the coast. Uh, the camper then suddenly shoots up the ramp and into the air uh, above the river before plummeting down onto the edge of the ferry's parking deck. The passengers can be seen sprinting out of the way a split second before the crash, and uh, it's shattered into smithereens. How many observers, times? Go ahead. Uh, observers have praised his heroic actions. Uh, which are believed to have prevented a much worse accident. Uh, he was honking his horn. He was trying to stop by swerving into the metal gates on either side of the yeah, road. He was yeah. trying to wreck the thing before he got there. Uh, and in the wake of this crash, uh, the mayor of the town vowed to improve that highway because apparently they've had issues with it before. How many times have you just sort of in your mind said, I, I, wonder, I wonder if I could make that jump? Oh, yeah. yeah. Here, here's a, a vehicle this size. I can't believe that. Yeah, yeah. That it made it that far, but it's it's messed up. So unfortunately, a guy passed away. Uh, in New Haven, a reported suspicious item found at the Superior Court building on Wednesday turned out to be... Non-dairy creamer. <laughs> uh, the fire department, city, and state police responded to an investigate to investigate the package. Uh, they described the item as a suspicious envelope found outside. The area had been deemed safe approximately two hours later. It smells like French vanilla. They had to shut down the uh, the streets around it, but it was non-dairy creamer. I don't know if it was one of the cases where somebody just put you know like a. A powder, powder yeah, yeah, to yeah. scare people because you never know. It could well, you be know, ricin co- or something like that. They're saying cocaine is back on the uptick. Oh, it is. Yes, it's okay. coming into vogue again. All right. Ontario's medical regulator is seeking to revoke the license of a doctor who was showing naked photos of himself to eleven patients and three staff members. Last, Look at that penis. Last year, the dis- the discipline committee found Doctor Nigel Mark Phipps committed uh, professional misconduct when he displayed the nude pictures of himself to patients, made remarks of a sexual nature and uh, others, and touched at least one patient in a sexual manner. It also found the family's physician's behavior in showing similar photos to staff members rose well above the level of unacceptable and disgraceful, dishonorable, and unprofessional conduct. His case was adjourned uh, for months while he sought treatment for medical issues, but in a hearing Wednesday, lawyers for the college asked the committee to impose several penalties available. And uh, they uh, have at, said that he should be suspended from practicing medicine for a year. But he was just going around showing pictures of uh, his naked self. Ed, one to ten, give me a rating on my scrotum. Yeah, <laughs> just just out of curiosity. What do you think? Uh, let's see. A retiree accused of chanting death by fire to a neighbor she believed to be a witch wow. was ordered to leave court after she told Jesus to kill her. Uh, yeah. You're going to have to leave now? 
Leonora Joseph, 76 years old, and her son Mark, 56, were convicted. Uh, I mean, they were convinced that Samantha Ginsburg had cast a spell on her, which made her ill. The born-again Christians also called the victim's seven-year-old daughter a witch in a campaign of harassment. The pair harassed Ms. Ginsburg, Ginsburg by chanting, Death by fire, death to Samantha, and by turning up their television to maximum volume. So had, had there was there anything at all to indicate, or anything that she had done to indicate she'd placed, or what, what did they well, base this spell thing on? Mrs. Joseph claims that she was left partially paralyzed by one of Ms. Ginsburg's spells. Well, then she's clearly a witch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, pr- the prosecutor said... Let me tell you, paralysis just doesn't happen. In essence, uh, she has a child who suffers from autism, and the Josephs believe that the child is possessed by witches. Mm. Uh, there's been a course of behavior... deeply rooted in science. ...which involves shouting what can only be described as incantations from the Bible against her. Ms. Ginsburg... Or ordering a pizza. Uh, ...said the pair who lived in the flat below hers would break into threatening chants at all hours of the day or night. Ms. Ginsburg said they believe... That I'm a witch and that I am teaching my daughter to be a witch. Last year, uh, sometime they uh, started chanting in the middle of the night. She heard chants of death by fire and calls for an angel to slay them. You know, it's so many times, though, it's the neighbor that calls for your death because they believe you're a witch that ends up being your best friend. It yeah. can happen. Uh, they would go from room to room underneath, as she said. The other thing they would uh, say is, we know you're a witch. You will face justice. Uh, the pair also confronted her on the street while she was walking her young daughter to school and shouted abuse at her. Uh, so police eventually spoke to the Josephs. The harassment continued. And in court, Mrs. Joseph repeatedly muttered Jesus and phrases under her breath uh, from the moment Ms. Ginsburg walked into the court, despite being told to stop. And after that, she said that Jesus kill her. Uh, the, she said that. And then the the, the judge What did Jesus said, say? You got to get out. Jesus didn't say anything. I don't it's Jesus. Yeah. Uh, shaking her head as she stepped out, Mrs. Joseph told the judge, "God to be your judge." Uh, so now I've got to go. Yeah, and now I got laundry. Got to leave. <laughs> All right. And there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. Uh, Brad Williams scheduled to be here. He's going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club. So hang on, folks. We'll get him in in just a moment. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is going to be performing at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight and tomorrow. There are two shows. I, well, you know what? The Tomorrow night, the early show is sold out. So there you go. 10 o'clock. Tickets are going fast. I am not surprised at all that his show is sold out because he is amazing. He's hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Williams is Yay! here. Hey, everybody. How you doing, Good man? to be back. What? What happened to Philadelphia since I left last? I, I'm gone a year. I come back. There's there's bamboo everywhere. What's happening? Oh, you, know, you know the superstition now, right? Yeah, like so you guys, you guys lost uh, 39 games in a row, and then 
some rookie comes in with a bamboo plant, and now you guys all are like, you, you win four, and now you're like, it's bamboo fever. Do you know the story, though? I, it, I, I, it's, I, it's apparently not bamboo. What is it? it, it it's some, well, he thinks it's bamboo. We had a guy, we had some dude who was a, uh, a, a botanist yeah, yeah. or something called yeah. in and said it's actually a lily plant of some type. So, whatever, man. Not I don't That's even... not a good story. <laughs> no, you want bamboo. Yeah. You know, they, they, yeah, like like you leave, you come back. It, like like Philly's, mo- like Philly's the most blue-collar town in America. Right. You come back, and now it's just a giant Japanese rock garden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know crazy. if you're a, a huge sports fan. and I'm a massive. A I huge massive. Fan. I don't want to uh, like rain on anybody's parade, but like the bamboo thing, it, sure, it's cute. Yeah, but we won four games against a really bad team. It's, yeah, it's like you beat the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> you beat the Mets. It's like congratulations, you got the silver medal in the Special Olympics. <laughs> like it's not. <laughs> and now, and now you guys are playing the Marlins next. It's like okay, so you went from the amputee to the guy with Downs. Fantastic! <laughs> wow! Fantastic! Wow. Uh, that's Brad Williams talking. You can. <laughs> Send all the hate mail to Brad Williams. That was not Preston Steve. The uh, views of Brad Williams do not necessarily reflect those of Preston You already come Steve. with your preamble. I do. There you go. I have to. See, but that, but that's the thing is, uh, like, here, 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 here's the thing. When I make jokes about people that have disabilities, never the person with the disability gets mad at me. Well, well there you go. Ever. There you go. It's always the person who knows the person with a disability. It's always the person who is like, my son. <laughs> like, uh, do you get extra? If you get extra firepower because you are a person of smaller stature. Yes, I'm a dwarf midget per, per, person, short stature. Hey, I know it's my voice. You can't tell. I'm not on the radio like oh, cloud plus some stuff. I'm so not tell them. Woohoo! Like no, I don't sound like that. But yes, I get a little more leeway because right. it's really hard to get mad. At the dwarf who's making jokes. Do you, you know ever have mean? someone? Do you ever someone get pissed off at you and then not oh, realize no. that you are? And then oh, and then like you see them like yeah the on the radio. On? Yeah on the radio that happens because yeah. like I said, it don't sound like. And then they, <laughs> then they come like, how dare? What? Well, how would you like it if you have a disability? It's like uh, I I I I can't wear adult clothes. <laughs> like I gotta I I gotta pick up chicks with Bob the Builder on my T-shirt. <laughs> All right, like yes, I know what it's like. I understand it. People that have disability have a great sense of humor because it's a coping mechanism. It's right. Like, uh, if you struggle, you usually have a good sense of humor. If you don't struggle, you're not funny. Some of the fun... I used to, <laughs> years ago, there was a, a comedian, a blind comedian. I don't know if he you know continued working or whatever the deal yeah. was, but this guy just... He played the blindness thing sure. like crazy. Yeah. And not just in the act. He was like, And he'd always get laughs from everyone because... He could just get away with murder. Oh, yeah. If you're blind, you can touch boobs all day. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. You know what I mean? Like, it, like yeah, like, I, I, I did a show a few weeks ago, and there's a guy in the audience, and he was in a wheelchair, and he didn't have any legs, yeah. right? And I immediately started making fun of him. Right. And he laughing. You tell you tell he's laughing because the chair was moving back and forth real fast. <laughs> right, and yeah. the audience got mad. And, like, one dude stood up. He's like, stop making fun of him. What if he gets mad at you? And I was like, I'll run up some stairs. I'm not worried. <laughs> this guy's not going to He's not a threat. So, yeah, like, it, it's always the people that don't have the ailment that I'm talking about <laughs> that, that get mad. Do you, uh, you did the uh, the the uh, degenerates? Yeah, uh, too, which Netflix. Is a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, and it's just people going hardcore. Was yeah. that was that good too? Because I know people are familiar with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, on one level. 
But you were yeah. able to kind of really just go full bore. Well, yeah. When you're doing a show with Big J Okerson <laughs> and uh, Joey Diaz and and Christina P. Yamanika Sanders. Oh, my God. Like, yeah, you really have to, like... I had to dirty my set up. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what's funny, though? Because Big J, I thought, and Casey and I talked about this, he sort of reeled it back. Well, so you first, except for one joke. No, well, I almost no thought... except for one okay. joke. In fact, because my wife, and I told, I saw Jay at, at one of the Sixers playoff games. I go, hey, man. I go, my wife hates you, right? Uh, and he he got a real kick out of that. But sure. he, he does a joke about his... Uh, about his daughter. Right. And, and it's hilarious. See, seeing a certain part of her body for the yeah, first time. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and and my wife like took major offense to this. And but I know Jay and 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 you know his daughter like I don't I, I didn't take offense to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And but my wife did and sure. you know some people can and some people can't. But the whole the whole, yeah. the whole conceit of the show is you're going to get you're going to yes. get the hardcore stuff. It's called the degenerates. <laughs> it's not called happy fun time comedy comedy. Like no, it's the degenerates. Right, Why right, would, yeah. like I'm always I'm always fascinated by the people that listen to shows or watch shows, whether it be TV, movie, stand up, radio, whatever. And like the like it's in the title like it's like would you watch Game of Thrones and be like they stab someone with a sword? Yeah, I'm a fan. It's like, this is the show. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is what the show is. Are like, you still surprised that people get just get straight out offended by comedy in general? Because yeah. to me, like you're coming to this with with an, you should come into comedy at least in my humble opinion with an open mind about stuff. Yes. Like you're you're there to laugh. So why? Waste I, the energy on getting offended by a joke. Yeah, I because there there there's only uh, two appropriate reactions to a joke: ha ha, no ha ha. Yeah, that is it. Yeah. and then and then if and then if, if there's no ha ha, that's fine. It, it's, you don't have to like every joke, but it, 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 especially in a stand up comedy routine, there's another joke coming. Just well, wait. See if you like the next one. I got to tell you about ha ha that you provided me. There was mm-hmm. a, there's a clip. I guess you guys doctored it. It's from Willow. It's, it's you playing Willow and yes. Burke Kreischer as the baby. Yes, oh, and I have not seen it. Adam Ray as Val Kilmer. Yeah, it's on. Uh, it's on my Instagram. It's uh, freaking hilarious. At, uh, at Brad Williams Comic, there, there, there's this guy. He's, he's a fan, and he does like amazing photoshops. But the- and he does. He, 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 he puts our faces on everything. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like the, the the amount. Like I thought that I I thought that I was the funniest person. Some of my fans are way funnier than me. This they guy, just don't do stand up. It's crazy. This guy Adam Ray. I, I'm just. I don't know why I haven't been familiar with him. Was mm-hmm. was he on the Lost in Space series on Netflix? No, 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 no. Uh, Adam is my co host on the About Last Night podcast. He's an actor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, he was in the movie The Heat. And uh, he was the bad guy in that in in that film. And uh, yeah, there's the clip. Uh, I, I know it's great radio when I when I say there's the clip. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it, like he's he's a great actor. He was on the the revival of Mad TV and a bunch of stuff. Okay, and, uh, okay. Yeah, it, it, it it's just really cool when fans take that much time. To put that here, here, here's how bad I am. It's my face on Willow, and, and I go, ah, Willow. I remember this movie. Like I, I didn't even, I didn't even realize it was my face because dwarves all look alike. <laughs> do you do you ever get hit up for uh, do scripts come your way for? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and what's the most bizarre you've gotten sent your way? Oh my god! Because okay. you know uh, you had uh, the, when the Hervé Villachez story was being done, uh, <laughs> right? Well, yeah, because that's that's Dinklage though. Yeah, that's the problem. He produced he's, it. He's the 
Dinklage is the top guy. I hate Peter Dinklage. It's strictly jealousy. It has nothing to do with him as a person. He's probably a delightful human being, but he's in everything. If they made a movie and called it the Brad Williams story, he would be starring Peter Dinklage. It's madness. What's the craziest thing you've been offered? Yeah. Well, the the, the craziest thing I was ever offered, and I actually did it. Um, So this one dude wrote me and said, hey... Uh, I'm doing a horror film, and I need you to be, like, a monster. Or really? And I was like, all right, cool. And uh, I, I had to sit in the chair. They, they they put the mold all around me. You have to sit there for however many minutes. The claustrophobic, yeah, right? Yes, yeah, so the mold sets. It's really kind of scary. And then you do it, and then he goes, okay, this could be the monster mold. And I did the film. What I, it's like some low-budget, independent. Yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's nothing in one scene. What I didn't know is that the guy took the mold and sold it to somebody who turned me <laughs> into a sex toy. No Are you way. kidding? That is There's a, a Brad real, Williams okay. sex doll? Yes. Well, not anymore, because I sued them. <laughs> <laughs> Were you That's flattered? Were you slightly flattered? Slightly flattered, but like... <laughs> Dude, it was freaky because someone someone gave me the website. Did you or- get one at least before you sued him? <laughs> <laughs> because you could literally go f yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife could have something to do while I was gone. Uh, but yeah, like I looked at this website. It, it like it, it was me. It oh my was god, me. And I just thought to myself, like, how weird is this going to be if someone on the street who bought this sees me walking the other way yeah. and just goes, whoa. Like, and just like has this weird reaction. I'm like, why are you acting like that? He's like, I well, I usually put my penis somewhere on you. Like that's like that's great. That's was it's it being madness. marketed as Brad Williams? Or? No, I'm sure okay. not. Yeah. No, it was uh, marketed as like a midget sex toy. Like <laughs> th- like th- like this is how you could bang a dwarf. And what I'm a just world! Like, wow. Yeah, and I'm just like world. wow. So yeah, I had to I had to, I had to get my legal team what? involved in that. Oh my Brad, God. what were they going for? Do you know? <laughs> I'm just curious. What it was like 125. dollars It was like an expensive <laughs> sex toy. Wow. It, it, it was pretty nuts. And then you, you can order one, and then you could dress it up in different outfits. And I'm like, oh my God, someone. <laughs> and this was like before I had my beard. So in my head, I'm like, pedophiles are getting this <laughs> right. And, oh, and right. this is like this is like their training wheels. Right. This is like what they're this is like what they're using to start off to work their way up to the real thing. And I'm like, oh god, this is horrible. <laughs> this is so bad. But uh, yeah, people were people were monsters. Like it, it, like I was looking at these dolls, just going like, wow, someone's carved a hole out of that <laughs> mouth or worse, and just gone to town on that thing. That, it's madness. Uh, you you posted a video, Nick has it here on Instagram right now, and it says, uh, quick stop in Vegas, they thought I was Dinklage, and I got a VIP no. table. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. They seriously thought you were Peter Dinklage. Yes, because it's And a, you go ahead and ride it, right? It was a nightclub, and I and I walked in. <laughs> uh, it was my friend's birthday. She has, uh, 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 she's um, well endowed upstairs. Yeah. And uh, she paid for him. And, uh, like, so I had a lot of girls with me. There's only, like, two dudes. And like they saw me, and one person said Dinklage. It's a nightclub. It's right. dark. Yep. It's strobe lights. Why not? Someone said Dinklage, and they're like, "Oh, <laughs> Dinklage is here!" <laughs> People start running around, like going, "Ah, oh, Dinklage is here! Dinklage is here!" And then they like they they, 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 they like get me a table. They 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 bring out the bottles of vodka. There's 
streamers going everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the photo. That's, That's great. Freaking hilarious. Do you start? You don't care? Do you start sweating bullets that they're going to give you the bums rush if they find out, dude? What are they going to do? Yeah, take you it all away. Exactly. You didn't like, start it. Yeah, you didn't. Start I didn't it. say anything. <laughs> but like, like once. Wednesday, say, I'm I, I, I just start going, yes, I drink and I know things. Right. Like, <laughs> I'll start doing the lines. I don't wow. care. Well, That's like, great. I told the story on this is not happening, but, the, but, but this is a real story. I once was asked to play in a charity golf tournament, and uh, I thought, absolutely, great. I'll go play in the charity golf tournament. And I do, and they, have, they had these golf carts that had the names of all the celebrities on the golf carts. So I, I'm walking, and it's like, it, 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 it's, it's Bill Engvall was. Yeah. In it and like some guy from Greece, not John Travolta, so who the hell cares? Uh, and then I see my golf cart. It says Wee Man on no, the golf no, cart. No says we man on the golf cart and, and at first at first I was pissed and then the, the 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 group I was playing with start walking towards me going oh we're so glad we got we man all our friends got lame celebrities we got we man I'm like oh god now I got it yep <laughs> now 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 I can't be like oh, you actually did get a lame celebrity <laughs> like so I faked it I faked being we man because I thought ah these guys are giving a lot of money to charity sure Let, uh, let's make sure they have a good time so like I I, I faked it I started saying it was we man then we get to this hole that's sponsored by hooters because if you play in these charity golf tournaments there's all these the holes that are sponsored by different restaurants corporations yeah. whatever so it the hole is sponsored by hooters it's a bunch of girls they're the hooters girls they have the wings and beer and stuff and we walk up and this hooters waitress sees me and goes that's not we man wow. and everyone and i'm, I'm like ah, wait, wait, wait. no 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 i'm we man like it because now this has gone down to like 12, 14 holes. I, I can't like oh just suddenly turn around. So I'm like, no, what are you talking about a wee man? And she goes, no, that's not wee man. I had sex with wee man. Oh, God. You are not wee man. And I'm like, what? The? So I, I run up to her. Oh, my God. I grab her by the wrist and I kind of explain her the situation. And I'm yeah. like, hey, I know I'm not wee man. Yeah. These guys are doing it for charity. Think I am. The, 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 the freaking uh, charity thought I was. Yeah. Like, so it's on them. This is not me trying to do this. Just play along. And then I peeled her off like 40 bucks because when you give 40 bucks to a Hooters waitress, they'll do anything. Uh, <laughs> So, what, did she immediately, was she receptive yes, to it or did you have she, to work her? She immediately flipped around and was All like, right. oh, okay, totally get it. And she's like, oh, 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 never mind. I was wrong. We meant. And I thought, kudos to her. Yeah. Because she's, first of all, she blatantly just yelled out in front of a group of strangers, I had sex with a midget. <laughs> and then a few minutes later says that to the same strangers, I had sex with a midget and forgot which midget it was. <laughs> so that's... Kudos to her. Yeah, that's yeah. worth 40 bucks. That's worth 40 bucks just for that moment. But then, oh my God. here's the best part. All right. It's not done. Here's the best part. I, I like, so now the problem is solved, and now my and now the guys are like all te- uh, te- teeing off. And I go to the back and I kind of go to her and go, hey, so you had, you, you had sex with Wee Man? Uh-huh. And she goes, yeah, I had sex with Wee Man. And she goes, hey, uh, we, yeah, he came in the restaurant. He chatted me up, and we, it was good. I recognized him, and then we had a little fun. And then she goes, here, I'll show you a picture. And she busts out the picture, and she shows me the picture. And I look at the picture, and I go, that's my dwarf friend, Sean. Oh, no, yes! That's not Wee Man. That's not Wee Man. She did not have sex with Wee Man. She had Brilliant. sex with Sean. That's great. I really called Sean. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, I, did you have sex with 
Hoodoo's? It's like, yeah, that was a great night, wasn't it? I'm like, oh, oh my God. God. Oh, that's a Dude, real that's story. That's hilarious. That's oh a God. real story. I, I, I could not tell her. I could not tell her. Because you know that she's been bragging about sure. this. She shows this photo. Oh, my God. But the thing is, is like, how many people she showed the photo to... Because some people have to know that there are more than two little people on the planet. <laughs> Just like the yacht. Some people yeah. have got, someone has gotten to tell her, like, wow, Wee Man's lost a lot of weight. <laughs> He's about a foot and a half smaller than I thought he was. Oh like, <laughs> someone had to say something at yeah. some point, right? If you're just jumping in, Brad Williams is sitting with us in the studio. He's going to be yeah. at Helium Comedy Club tonight, 7.30 and 10 tomorrow night. There's only one show, 10 o'clock, that has tickets left. Now, you mentioned your wife. If yes. I recall, <laughs> don't you guys have an open relationship of sorts? Uh, not exactly open, yeah. but we did meet on a threesome app. Uh, that that okay. but that, people don't know. Brad Brad yeah. has a, a an extensive and a smorgasbord like uh, um, sexual history. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, and, and we live yeah. vicariously through through you. Uh, pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, that, here's the thing. How, do, do, if there's a tall woman willing to have sex with a little person, it's <laughs> never going to be missionary with eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to want some things. Yes. You know, they're going to want... Yeah, I've dressed in some outfits I'm not proud of. <laughs> you know, like, you got to do some stuff. But then uh, I, 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 I was in San Francisco, California. Someone... Uh, told me about an app that uh, at the time was called Thrinder. Uh, then Tinder sued them. Now it's called Field, F-E-E-L-D. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> and they said it's a, it's like Tinder for threesomes. And I was like, done. Yeah. So I go on this thing. I match with two women. We're all going to go out. One of the women doesn't show up for whatever reason. And uh, I went on a date with just the other one. And the other one happened. I married her a year and a half later. Because when you find a hot Asian that loves three ways, you lock that down. <laughs> yes. That and never getting Isn't better. she like a martial arts badass? Too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a, a, a fourth Don black belt in Taekwondo. Uh, at one point, ranked number two in the nation. Whoa. Well, Jesus. Yeah. So, <laughs> so she's your bodyguard, so too. don't heckle me, is what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> She ever got? Has she, has she ever stepped up? Uh, got into a fight twice. Twice. Twice that I've seen. What once. is that like when you're when yeah. it's your the woman goes hottest old? thing ever? <laughs> Nothing beats a dude who like one time it happened in Vegas. I told the story on the Degenerates where a guy was hitting on her. Call like uh, she said, "Hey, I'm I'm here with my at the time f- fiance." Yeah. And he's like, and uh, and the guy called her a really nasty name. Yeah. That, that uh, rhymes with the runt of the litter. Oh, and, there you go. That's uh, the nuclear bomb. Yeah, yeah. And without hesitation, just one kick out. Wow. Done. Wow. Done. Knocked out, and then the second time was. Uh, it, it's funny because I I can actually say the name of the comedy club because it's also a helium comedy club, so I'm not getting any press to anyone else. <laughs> it was at a, it, it, it was at a helium comedy club in Buffalo, New York. Now, if you've ever been to Buffalo, first of all, why? <laughs> Secondly, <laughs> you know that if just YouTube Buffalo Bills fans, Bills Mafia, oh, you no. will see oh, yeah. what, another reason why you should never go to Buffalo. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was there and. And uh, this this dude was was like uh, I I I mentioned something. He was drunk. He misheard me. But then he wouldn't like when I corrected him. He, yeah. he didn't accept yeah. it. He's like, no, you said this thing. I'm like, ah, damn. So yeah. it, it, it got to the point where I was making fun of him. But there comes to a point sometimes with a heckler where it's like, okay, now you have to leave because I 
I've done all I can. Like, yeah. I've made fun of you. I've gotten, like, two applause breaks. Yeah. Everyone's laughing at you, yeah. but you're still not leaving. We're moving on. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. the bouncer was coming over to get him. Before the bouncer <laughs> got there, Ninja Wife, who happened to be there that weekend, you see her scurry, because Ninja's scurry, and she scurries, and all, and all of a sudden, dude, choked this guy out. Wow, <laughs> This guy is Bill's Mafia, jacked to the like he's and choked him out and i've never done a, a show with a full erection before <laughs> yeah. but that night i was like this is so hot this that is, is pretty wild so hot like i like yeah she's like she's like uh like uh, uh, an avenger yeah, yeah she is she, she's the freaking black widow <laughs> and uh so and and it's funny because she's actually here this weekend she 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 came to the shows this weekend because uh i have some family in philly that uh love her and yeah, yeah we all want to hang out together so yeah uh so uh don't heckle me this weekend <laughs> You're going to see if you can find a threesome to, to get going while you're here? Yeah, we may. We may already have one. What does that app again? Field, F-E-E-L-D, and now that's the sound of tires screeching on the highway. Do you like hecklers? No. You hate them, okay. Nobody likes hecklers. Well, but you're good at it, so that's the only reason I'm asking, because sometimes it does provide fodder for the show. Sure. And it can be fun. Like, Rogan, I think, likes occasionally mm. engaging with hecklers because he's so good at dismantling them. Yeah. Well, it, like, here's the thing. Sometimes I'll I'll get a heckler, and then they'll come up to me after the show and be like, I, I really helped you out. It's oh, like, no, no, you didn't. That's the worst. I was good. You're you're that guy that sees Joel Embiid uh, block a shot and go, hey, you blocked that shot because I was in the 90th row chanting, defense, <laughs> defense. And you thought to yourself, well, maybe I should play some defense. Like, no. They they were good. I think you didn't help. And like, if you heckle me, you're not helping. I'm just that good where I spun your poop into gold. Okay, <laughs> that's what I was able to do. So no, don't. But uh, but at the same time, it's Philly, so I'm kind of expecting it. Well, you know, <laughs> but helium, good good clubs know yeah. how to step in and yeah. stop it. Helium's Great. a good club, so they Great know club. what to do. And the truth of the matter is, is that I don't care. Even the most proficient crowd people in the world, no. You have material prepared. Yeah. You don't want to be derailed. You yeah. don't want to have to tend to some a-hole. Yeah. And it, and, and, and it's- also, however good or however funny you think you are, I'm sorry. I'm funnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been doing this for a living for 15 years. Yep. I'm really good at my job. So don't think you're going to come in and be like, oh, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to call him a leprechaun. He, he's going to have no comeback for that. <laughs> really? <laughs> you don't think I got that? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go ahead and try and watch what happens when, you're, when your girlfriend leaves you for me and my wife tonight. Yeah. <laughs> by force. Yeah. You can make it happen by force. By force. Do you really want a tiny Asian woman to beat you up in front of all your friends because that will happen tonight. That will happen if you heckle me. That's too funny. You gonna play golf while you're in town at all? Uh, I'm I know not. You're a big golfer. I know. I lo- hey. I'm, 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 I'm not gonna play. I got, I, I, I got the wife here. Where I, I can't be like, all right, deuces. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, hey, I, but I, I saw I a picture of you guys at Pebble. Did you go to the Open? Uh, we didn't go to the. Uh, we, we didn't go to the Open. We were there the week before. And uh, were you playing as you or we, man? 
<laughs> That's called a callback, kids. That's why he's a professional. That's why you guys have been on the air forever. Uh, yeah, we, we. I was there doing a gig, and um, I was just in San Francisco, and we thought we'd take some time and go and, and, and go over to Pebble and pretend like we're rich. So yeah, there, there's the photo. You have you have you have it up. It's on my Instagram. It's of my wife and my giant seventy pound pit bull. Uh, so yeah, I sleep in between a black belt and a pit bull. Wow, You're safe. come at me, bro. Yeah. You don't. You have must have the most restful night's sleep. It really is. Yeah. It really is. I don't care. How many times during the night you just go? Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I hear a noise and, 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 I, and I go, "Hey, wife, dog, check it out." Like, I, I don't, I don't do anything. I don't do nothing. My wife, yeah, my wife never looks at me and goes, "Can you see what that noise is?" I'm like, "No, no, you go do it." I have this image of your wife riding on top of the pit bull down the stairs. No, and- she doesn't ride the thing. I ride the thing. Are you kidding me? No, I ride the thing. I got a saddle. Works out. <laughs> Where'd you grow up, by the way? Uh, grew up in Orange County, California. Uh, my, I've, I've only had two jobs. No, I've had three jobs in my life. No kidding. Uh, st- stand-up comic. I started when I was 19. The, o- the only two jobs I had before that was uh, I worked at Hot Topic. Which Hot is- Topic. Wow. Oh, were you rocking a goth look? <laughs> Here's the thing. For those of you who don't know, who know Hot Topic, obviously it's where like all the, uh, the it's like goth, it's yeah. like piercings, it's tattoos, it's, it's stuff like that. I showed up and dressed like an Amber Crabby and Fitch catalog, and they're like, dwarf, that's weird enough. Right. So, hired. I was hired. Yeah, like, yeah. There's like some body modification guys who are like, how'd you do that to your arms? I'm like, God. That's, that's how I pulled that one off. Um, so yeah, I worked at Hot Topic, and then because I grew up in Orange County, I worked at Disneyland. No, not All one right. of the seven. Right. Um, I, my actual job was better than that. My, my, my actual job at Disneyland, this is absolutely true, I worked as a bodyguard for the Characters, so I'd walk around yeah. with Mickey, Minnie, Donald, and if a five-year-old steps on a line, you gotta be like, "What's up, bitch?" And you throw a little <laughs> forearm shiver. Um, it's fantastic. It was a great job. I had a girlfriend I dated went and had a part-time job at Disney at one point, and she, part of her job was to be an autograph hound. Are you familiar with that? No, what's this? Wait, a so, job? A job. Yeah, she was an intern there for a position. But anyhow, that was that was one of the positions was autograph hound. So. They would have like mid-level celebrity who might be in the park. Oh, at that okay. Point. Now I know and what you're talking they, about. They would yep. they, yep. say yep. the yep. person's yep. going to be at this place at this time, yep. Yep. and yep. you come up and start making a fuss. Oh my god! Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Wee Man. It's Joyce DeWitt. <laughs> Joyce DeWitt. Uh, can I get your autograph? And it starts to cause a little bit of a buzz of people around them, and people no, start to what? surround. But why? Yeah. To, to, to they're, build they're celebrities the, to, here, you know, yeah, to, yeah. to, 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 to the show the crowd, of, yeah, of, yeah. Of so Disney being this place where everybody goes, even yeah. the famous so people. There's, yeah. uh, so, so the actual job title that you're talking about <laughs> is a job title that's called VIP host, and okay. uh, yeah, they, so they do that. The, these these are the same people that take uh, Johnny Depp and his family to the very front of the line, so yes. they, so they don't have to worry about it. Right. And uh, yeah, did but, you do that? I didn't do that, but I was in the room when certain celebrities would walk in. All right, who was the most pompous? Who was the most demanding? Oh, God. Do it. Go ahead. Say it. it. Because I might work with them (laughs) at some point. What does it rhyme with? (laughs) <laughs> Joyce DeWitt. <laughs> that bitch. No, uh, the, the, all right. You know, um, uh, well, who was the I... kindest? Who was, who was the most well, the generous? The yeah. aforementioned Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was the really. The nicest, kindest, most wonderful person. And, like, he... 
I'm, and I know that article came out about him and Amber Heard. Ro- yeah, yeah, Rolling Stone with all the yeah. with all the Amber Heard stuff. And I I don't know what he's doing now. I don't know what his life is, but I can tell you in that microcosm of a moment where I met him and I and I and I heard about it all throughout the park. All at the park, everyone in the park was like, "Oh my god, huh. how nice was Johnny Depp?" So, like, yeah, I will, I, I will say the good ones, and he is amazing. Do you amazing? Did you have? I'm fascinated by. We're all fascinated. Listen, sure, Disney, sure, Disney sure. rules the world, but I was fascinated by the <laughs> fact, the concept that there are these subterranean get to tunnels. Uh, that's more of that an myth. that's more of an Orlando thing. Right. Oh, uh, okay. That's not so much in, in Anaheim. There's one tunnel. Uh, and that, that's it. <laughs> one, one tunnel. Just one. It's not a big thing. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like they, it, 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 it's a whole infrastructure. Yeah, so, yeah. like, it shouldn't surprise people that there's tunnels. It's, yeah. it, it's a city. They have their own police department. They have their own, like, fire department. Like, yeah, they have all these ways of getting in, getting out. Because the whole thing with Disney is you can never know that you're not in Disneyland. You-, you can never right. know that... Right. That you're in, oh, yeah, that you're in the real world. So yeah, there's ways to get people in, out. If someone's acting up, gone. Have you, have you gone back for the uh, the, the or stuff? And all that? Do you do, oh. do you get like a life? Uh, no, I wish I card could. or anything. Yeah, like that. Yeah, no, but, but like I'll go back for the Star Wars stuff. Hell, some people like half the people in the thing will probably think I'm part of the <laughs> yeah, I'm part of the attraction. <laughs> oh, there's an Ewok. No, I just haven't shaved in a few days. <laughs> Shut it. Uh, but yeah, I'm very I'm very excited. Like I'm a yeah. nerd, like we all are. Sure, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, one, one, one of you does like figurines. I do, me. You okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So you're really in the nerd culture. Yeah, I'm into stuff. massive. We, we all are. We're we all except for Kathy. Not all of us. Yeah. <laughs> What's your thing, Kathy? What, like, like what? Uh, the threesomes. She's on that. Uh, <laughs> what makes that you happy, happy Kathy? What? Yoga. <laughs> Yoga. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. I'm not like an earthy I mean, like you pray could, to the sun. Uh, all right, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I arts mean, and crafts. She likes she likes craft stuff. I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because okay, like at, at least you didn't say vegan. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, that no, that no. would have been like. Well, but then I know I know you're not a vegan because I've been in the room for like now 20 minutes and you haven't mentioned it. So. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> That's why I know you're not a vegan. Right. Wow, does that nice. come up quickly? You're, you're right. You can be like, "Oh man, Trump's crazy, right?" I'm a vegan. We <laughs> didn't even ask that. Didn't ask that. Bamboo plants. You can eat bamboo. I'm a vegan. <laughs> oh my god. Well, listen, we got. Unfortunately, we got to wrap it up. But Brad is going to be at Helium Comedy. One show is already sold out. Get your tickets before they all sell out. All right. There's two tonight, seven thirty and ten o'clock. Yeah. Tomorrow's late show is open. So there's some seats available for the 10 o'clock show, 7.30, sold out. So get them now at heliumcomedy.com. Always having a great buy here, man. Thanks Thank you very here. much. You guys are the best. Love you. Thanks so much. Brad Williams, yeah! everybody. Yeah! We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Stay where you are. What's new? Glad you asked. Rival Sons. Godsmack. New music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. For our guests, we always try to find some interesting facts about them, and our next guest claims that Delta Airlines has the best butterscotch pudding that there is. <laughs> he might be right. Just thought wow. I'd share if that you're a butterscotch you. pudding fan, you, yep. you you know it's good. Is it the Borgata in AC coming up on July 5th? Ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Jim Norton yeah. is on the line. Hey, Jim. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? We're doing well. How about yourself? 
Good. Thank you for not playing a clip. There's nothing worse than when you're coming on a show and they play a clip of your stand-up. Mm-hmm. It's it, humiliating. And I appreciate you guys not doing that. You have to listen to yourself. And the hosts are like, that was great. And you know, it's a clip that sucked. So I appreciate you not doing that. No, our, our, our pleasure. Have you ever had where they pick one that you just absolutely are like, oh, why did they pick that one? Yes, every clip they play. Oh. I hate listening to myself. Did, did you see Colin uh, Quinn on uh, The Tonight Show uh, the other night? Yeah, he, I heard he was great. He did, But he did the bit. He did a bit to Jimmy, and then they didn't know. They played the exact same bit from his special right after it. Oh. So Jimmy throws to a clip. He goes, we're going we're gonna to play a clip. And it's the exact same <laughs> joke Colin just did. So, yeah, it's humiliating to have to watch you, this stuff. In front of you me. know what I love you, that you do, Jimmy? I, I follow you on uh, on Twitter, and you do the – I think it's uh, Fat Jimmy Fridays. Or what, it, you, you take a clip of you in your heavier days. You're in good shape now. And just, just the framing of it just cracks me up. The material's all great. But, um, you know, we, we all – we have pictures. Everyone has a point in their life when they look back and they go, Jesus Christ, what, what the hell was I? And uh, just a juxtaposition of really sharp comedy – with a, a wholly other Jim Norton uh, is just is just hilarious. So are, are you getting oh, thanks, man. a good response from that, or just a way yeah, to re- go ahead? So, I'm sorry. So yeah, it's, it's basically it's me just trying to like put stuff on Instagram. It's really pathetic. I'm 50 and I'm like trying to catch up, and I'm acting like a teenage girl on Instagram. <laughs> oh, look at my new videos. But yeah, it's, just, it's helping people sell tickets. So I started doing it, and it actually helped sell tickets. So one of the themes was Andrew Schultz said to me, because I was so fat. I had like an eight-year period where I was just like a real pig. And uh, I knew I was fat when I was doing Tough Crowd. And me and Nick DiPaolo had an argument. And uh, he was mad at me. And he goes, you fat ass. And then the fact that he called me that and that was the go-to insult, I'm like, I must really be fat yeah. if that's like naturally what he called me. So yeah, I had probably an eight-year period where I was just fat and disgusting. Yeah, well, yeah, we all we all have those 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 uh, those yeah. dark periods. I have to ask you, and I'm going to jump right to it. I saw you 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 do your um, we'll say is an alter ego, Chip Chipperson, and yeah. uh, and you had and I pointed this out to Preston a couple of days ago. You had Mason Reese. On the show now, yep. people may not know Mason Reese, but Mason Reese was this was this delightful little kid in like the seventies, and he yep. was on all the different shows, and he would co-host on Mike Douglas, and he was just everybody just thought he was adorable. He had a weird sort of Dutch haircut, and he's become this. Um, I don't know what the hell is going on, but he's dating. I guess he has this sort of uh, Sarah Rossi is as a, yep. a, a, a like an Instagram model, and they have this relationship. What the hell's going on there with these two? You know, the the audio is out. The video will actually be up this Sunday. We split them by a week, so you can see them interacting together. He met, they met on Facebook, I think, and he's a, older than her by like 28 years, uh, which you have to respect. And uh, he, he, he's a charismatic guy. Is he? A odd. Yes, he, I mean, he looks like an armadillo, but he's a charismatic dude. He, he's got a good personality. I don't know. He might have a little money saved up, and they seem like they're legit. Uh, I just invited them. I'm having people over July 3rd, um, and I so I invited him and Sarah to come over with with some friends, but they're they're going to be away. But they so, seem to have a decent relationship, and she does like adult modeling, which is fantastic. So it's so it's a bizarrely legit, but that's it blows it. Well, Preston Shaken has said no. no in, in that realm, it seems to work for them, is what you're saying. 
Yes. Okay. And, I, and I can't even criticize him because any girl I've ever slept with is at least 20 years younger than me, and they're way better looking than me. I'm ugly, and it's only my money. At least you acknowledge that. At least you realize that. Yeah. I, I have to. She acknowledges it to me first. Like, oh, no, 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 it's, it's your version of a prenup. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's cool. So Borgata is always Borgata has a great room for comedy, and and uh, I mean you you know you you do all sorts of venues, um, but but with do you like that vibe? Do you like a theater vibe? I, I prefer it, yeah, obviously, because yeah. people are coming there to see you. Uh, the Borgata's a weird. It's the like, A Casino is weird. I just filled in. It's funny. I filled in for Dice in Iowa. Um, he dropped out. Uh, he said he hurt his back. Uh, I have a very sneaky suspicion he just didn't want to take a connecting flight. <laughs> Dice is so crazy. Yep. <laughs> He'll cancel the a connecting flight. I don't want to do it. He wants to stay in L.A. So I did this uh, Iowa gig. It was, a, it was a casino. And it's just an odd vibe because half the people are in a great mood because they're out, they're seeing a show. And the other half of the people are in a bad mood because they've been comped into the show because they just lost $50,000. So you, you can <laughs> Casinos are always strange, uh, and the front of the room is always empty because they they take it to be a health of high rollers. So casinos are oh, fun, right. but yeah. they, they always look like they're half sold. Because it's the music you're, you're playing the, the the performance room, right? It's it's not a, another room unbeknownst to me, right? It's the the the, sta- the 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 standard room there is is actually a pretty good room. But you're saying it's it, it can be uh, uh, it can be problematic sometimes. Yeah, not, the Borgata is actually a really good one, but yeah. some of the casinos around the country, Iowa, not the best casino place. Um, and the funny thing about the Borgata is there's two rooms. There's the event center, okay. uh, which is the which is the one Bill Burr will do eight shows at, and then there's the music box, which is where Jim Norton will go and do one show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's still a great <laughs> show. Yeah, it's a great show. Yeah, but it's the worst you can do is look at upcoming events because the last thing you want to do is see you know Lisa Lampanelli <laughs> Event Center, you know July eighth through twenty fourth, you know, and you're doing one show. But uh, you know, I like to get it's hey, all good. Jim, I wanted to uh, ask you about a role you're going to be playing a guy who could fill theaters no problem. This is going to be in The Irishman, and and you're playing Don Rickles. That's so wild! How, yeah. how perfect is that? You didn't have to audition for this. I read. Yeah, no, no, they uh, they since Scorsese watched a couple of my specials. And went, oh, yeah, he could do it. And then they, uh, I had to go in and meet with him. Yeah. Like, I went to his office in New York, and I, we, we sat down, and we just talked comedy. And uh, he didn't ask me to do Rickles or be Rickles. He just said, okay, yeah, you got it. And uh, I just hope they don't cut it out. Like, I, I always have to – I panic when I talk about it because I just know that I'm so excited about it. Mm. Um, I, I just want to be in it for five seconds. I, I don't care. I, I did a little Rickles uh, on his act, and, and De Niro and Pesci were in the scene. And uh, Sebastian Maniscalco was in the scene. So I had to pause at one point while De Niro and Pesci did their dialogue. I'm just hoping that stays in. Well, I don't care if the rest of it. I mean, that's that's freaky. So you're across the table from Martin Scorsese, who is a now you've been in your share of movies and you you know it's not like you're you're a newbie to entertainment, but I yeah. know you're a massive fan, as are we all. Um, you know, are, are, are you are you fighting to keep it in check or how do you handle that? You know, it's weird. The day I went to meet him. I was in such a depression. I had a relationship that had collapsed. So I was in one of those things where I'm looking over my balcony. I'm like, just jump. And I'm like, oh, no, you can't. You got to go meet Scorsese. <laughs> oh, yes, Scorsese. I got that coming up. So I went. I wasn't even that nervous because I was in such a bad mental headspace. Right. It's one of those weird times that a bad thing works to your advantage because I was just comfortable and relaxed talking about him because I did not care. Uh, afterwards, I look back on how amazing it was. But in that moment, I was so depressed that I actually I, I functioned very well. Well, Scorsese is legendary for, for seeing in people. I mean, he's he's basically discovered, you know, Mean Streets was, you know, De Niro and, and uh, 
uh, you know, and, and Harvey Keitel, and he, he's got that eye. Do you like the acting thing? I do if I'm right for something. Right. I mean, I'm twitchy. I blink a lot. <laughs> I'm not a great actor. I, I, but if I like something, I think I can do a really good job. It has to be right for me. Um, so this one I loved because all I was doing was Rickles lines. I mean, it was just fun to do, to pay tribute to a guy. Because I, I met Rickles a few times. I've interacted with him. I did a Tonight Show with him. Um, I didn't know him, but I had interacted with him enough to know that I do look like him naturally. There's something about me that reminds people of Rickles. I've heard it my whole career. You know, so your your, your stuff is so sharp and, and, and funny. And, 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 you know, you look at Rickles, though, and, I, and Rickles was just always in a class by himself, and I was watching old footage of him, and the fact that he would go out, now mind you, th- things would occur in audience situations, that, so it would be sort of unprepared, prepared, but he was so often, really was just riffing, and does it blow your mind that he was able to go and just do that when you had like people like Sinatra on a dais, or you had, you know, and they were paneling with people, you know, mega heavy, heavy hitters, maybe the kind that we won't see anymore for forever, perhaps. And he was able to go out there and riff like that. Dude, he was so fun. There's one, there's one of you watch where he roasts Clint Eastwood. It was some like industry event where it was, it was everyone in Hollywood was there. Eastwood was there with his mother and his family. And Rickle stands up in the middle of the room. He's still at his table. And uh, he just starts ripping Eastwood and everybody. But he was clean. Yeah. And he would, like, he would make fun of you. Uh, and, but he was, just, he was tasteful enough where he wouldn't humiliate you in front of your mother. Right. He was great, man. You ever see the Reagan? He did a Ronald Reagan. Yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. It's hilarious. Dude, Emmanuel Lewis, you know, who was Webster at the time, brings him on. And Rickles' opening line is, great, the only black guy that can't play basketball. Uh, can you imagine if you did that? <laughs> if wow. you did that today, he did that in front of 5,000 people. He the president and the first lady. And he was, just, he was, he was all balls. He was just balls. Yeah. He was great. Jim, you mentioned your age a little while ago. I know you got a birthday coming up in a couple of weeks. We're the same age. Yeah. You're going to turn 51. How was uh, your yeah. 50th? Did you do any kind of a big uh, celebration for that, a huge party or anything? No, I hate my birthday, man. There's people, there's, there's people who celebrate their birthday, and then there's people like me. I just curl up into a shell, and I feel old, and I'm finished. I hate my birthday. Wow. I don't celebrate it at all. I, yeah. I don't, I'll acknowledge it, but I hate it. But okay. the difference is you hit a low point, and then you're meeting with Scorsese later on in the afternoon, yeah. so you have a nice balance. That was one balance. <laughs> yeah. one the other 8,000, I still have no balance to. I'm just, you know, depressed. So, so t- the, the, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of Andy Kaufman when I think of the, the, the Chip uh, character your, or your, uh, this, this, this persona uh, who is, uh, you know, um, uh, bad, bad taste comedy, which is, is very cool. Uh, so uh, when you run with this or, um, you know, I, I don't know how much you want to commit because, you know, Andy had his, uh, his own separate characters. Uh, but sure. uh, um, do, do you get a, is, is that just a good catharsis to get that side out of you? You know, it, it's so because your mind is working the same way. Like yeah. you're thinking like it, the worst joke I can have or whatever or the yeah. biggest joke. But there's something about it that's completely freeing, and I don't know why. I think it's because you can have the worst joke and it's okay. Like so, basically, you just your mind is yeah. working the same as it normally works, but you don't have to edit out stucky jokes. You actually embrace them, and it's easier to find a bad joke than it is a good one. Yeah, you can sort so of you can sort of yeah, just turn around and point. Ah, well, it's him. It's he's the one who did it, and and it, it's yeah. it, it gives you uh, plausible deniability. 
Well, and I think Colin pointed out that Chip is the realest version of Jim Norton. That's the real Jim Norton. <laughs> this whole thing you're hearing is a fraud. Chip is the real man. Wow. <laughs> it's all a lie. insecure idiot. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see the real Jim. I just want to tell everybody the Borgata uh, Atlantic City July 5th is when that's taking place. And it's going to be, you know, a big party. It's on the holiday weekend, uh, 8 o'clock. And there are tickets available at the Borgata. Dot com. So get them while they're available. It's always good to talk to you, Jim, man. Good luck with everything, and thanks for coming on this morning. Thank you, guys, man. I hope to uh, come in the studio next time if it's possible. I'm just a matter of town now, but I really appreciate it. Cool. Yeah, love no, to have you here. Jim Norton, everybody. Yeah. Thank you, brother. TheBorgata.com. Uh, get those tickets. Um, may I plug something? Yes. Oh, I, I insist. I, uh, I meant to do it earlier this morning in a primer time, but nonetheless... Uh, I want to invite everyone to come and see my rock and roll debut wow. uh, with my band now. Uh, oh. oh, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, appearing this weekend, the premiere performance of Saint. <laughs> I want to add a, that I asked for a sound effect, so every time I say Saint, I'm going to play this <laughs> sound effect. It's live. Saint. <laughs> This Saturday. What's the venue? Uh, Whitpain Tavern. At the Whitpain Tavern. In Bluebell, Pennsylvania. Saint brings their rock and roll hell show. How many shows? How many performances? Uh, three sets. Three sets three. all night long. <laughs> Starting at 9 o'clock. Starting at 9 o'clock. Get there early if you want to get dinner. Great finger food. Yes. <laughs> Wait, three sets starting at 9? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's such a late night for you. I know it is, dude. Listen. You're sleeping Here's by the, the deal. When I, when I joined the band and, I, uh, you know, we, we had practice and I go, yeah, I can do this. All right, let's 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 give this a try. And then, like, we practiced a couple more times and we were talking about their gigs. And, and I they had talked about a gig they had done, like, a month before. I go, when did you guys wrap up? They said, oh, let's see. It was, like, around one thirty or something like that. I go, oh, my God. one <laughs> thirty. I forgot. I forgot how late that is. And I said, can we please find places that will start at, like, 7.30, you know, 8 <laughs> o'clock, something like that. So. They'll be tie-tie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> You're on their website, Preston. I know I'm on their website. The, uh, I'm in the band. No, 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 no. For, uh, for Pain Tavern, they oh. have, they're promoting that you're going to be there as well. Oh, cool. I'll tell you this. The funniest, most bizarre revelation, Preston, when I started doing morning radio mm-hmm. was that I now wake up at the time I was routinely getting home. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and, uh, and now I can't even think about going back to that way because I would die. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, listen, we're only going to play the show like once a month or something yeah. like that. That's the... You only the, live once. The idea. Right, man. Kathy. No, you live every day. You only die once, Kathy. Oh, <laughs> well, maybe there's that, too. Well, you know, ultimately, it's like when people are saying, would you ever go back to doing stand-up? Uh, th- that would kill me. Yeah. But in this case... I can handle once a month. A couple month. of now and then. Yeah. You know? That's going to be it. So so this is the, the first gig that uh, that the four of us have played together. Uh, the bass player, Dave, is fairly new, too. He's only played one show with this group. So it's a, it's kind of a new group. So. I'll, I'll tell you how I know. You're you're um, very, you're a damn good drummer, Thank A. You, B, you take mu- music seriously. Mm-hmm. And when you first started practicing with these guys, um, I asked you, so how is it? And you're like, yeah. You, you were not like, um, you know, I've played with people before where I, I was, yeah, let's come over and jam. We get together. And I'm like, oh, no. I know because yeah. I've heard you say it. <laughs> no, no. It's like, hey, it's been fun. So yeah. Guys. <laughs> I no, go. But uh, no, but the, we're we're good enough to have a good time, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. So 
Uh, so it's going to be the Whip Pain Tavern tomorrow night in Bluebell. Uh, our first set starts at 9 o'clock. And I think we're going to play three sets. So it'll be fun. And we play fun music. I think it's everything from Motley Crue to Chicago to Pink to Maroon 5 to Metallica to Elton John. You guys play anything you feel like? It's all over the place. We're like Ben <laughs> yeah. FM. In fact, that should be the name. Honestly, it's cool. The ben FM That's what you're supposed to do in a, in a, in a bar gig like but that, the, right? the way this was presented to me, Dave, who's who's the newest member of the group, he's like, he's like, dude, we're all guys in, around the same age. We're early 50s. We used to play in bands back in the day. We still have a, a hankering to do it just for fun. And the guy whose house we practice at is about two miles from your house. I'm like, all right, I'm yeah. in, man. When was the last time you rocked but got home at a decent time? Saint. Saint. Um, With so Dave. It should, Dave! It, <laughs> uh, it should be fun. It should be a good time. And uh, and we, we rehearsed again last night. So. I was that uh, Saint played for the first time. I'll never forget. Uh, the drummer was exceptionally good. And uh, the broccoli bites were extraordinary. <laughs> Actually, went by there the other day. I'd never been to the Whip Paint Tavern, so Rochelle and I popped in real quick. I always hear about it. I, uh, I, yeah. they, they have more, It's more than just bar finger food. They okay. have, like, steaks and things like that. So um, we, we grabbed a to-go menu to pretend like we were there to get a to-go menu. <laughs> oh, really? Scout out your location? Were you walking around going, checking the acoustics? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who is this guy? Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do listen. Get there early because I have a drum solo in the first set. Whoa! It's very, very short. I mean, I know how moves boring, like Jagger. I know how boring uh, drum solos can be. No, we don't play that in Maroon Five. <laughs> you so. should, you should put inappropriate, lengthy drum solos into into the most innocuous songs. Yeah. You know? Wait, if you don't do that one. What Maroon 5 song would you do? Uh, this, 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 How many songs do you sing? I don't sing any. You don't sing any? I'm Dude. not singing at all. Okay. Do you even have a microphone? I don't have a microphone. You're just pounding the pagan skins. So if you if you come out expecting Preston Elliott. Yeah. Being on the radio and everything, you're not going to get that. No, I don't have a mic. I'll eventually maybe get a microphone. But no, I listen, these guys, they do three-part harmonies and all that stuff, and I, I would just muddle that up. So I'm just playing drums and uh, focusing on you excited? On... Yeah, it should be fun. Listen, you did this for years. Hopefully I'll be yeah. able to stay awake yeah. for the whole whole show. Did <laughs> you pick out an outfit? Late-nighter. That's next. Okay. I thought about wearing my uh, Captain America shirt that I wore at, uh, <laughs> oh, at nah. Keenan's, but no, nah, I don't think but I that. But that one that was uh, made for little boys? <laughs> yeah, that really super-duper tight. It's yeah. called a compression shirt, Nick. Oh, okay. Uh, Preston, Jackie <laughs> Babam has some leggings. Oh, my uh, God. Yeah. I should have Jackie dress me. Well, just go to Deb, and you'll you be, be fine. be my fashion consultant. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of feathers and you know, you should. Uh, animal claws no. hanging off of me. Just borrow a yeah. blouse, uh, a blouse from Caroline. <laughs> Preston, uh, I'm I'm a little bit disappointed that you don't have a microphone because you know what's better than a three part harmony, what? a five part harmony. We- we- Hey, listen, anytime you want us to come out, yeah. To be honest, though, we'll be there. So, so your front man, you're very, con- obviously, you say he's got a good voice and everything, mm-hmm. but uh, you have a, a charisma, you, you're used to speaking in public. I used to actually. I did a lot of the talking for the image on, uh, oh, yeah. on stage, but huh. uh, but no, I'm I'm the new dude in the band, so I'm gonna I'm gonna hold back. No, and... Dave's the new dude. No, I'm the newest guy. I thought you said Dave was. No, Dave is. Dave, Dave is also new, Dave but he got 
Dave contacted me about being in the band. Oh, how could he be the newest when he contacted Preston? Yeah, you're right. You're right. God, who brought that kid? Yeah, what are you talking about? Me? Oh, you? Yeah. Huh? What are we talking about? I can fix this. Rewind it, Steve. Please. Okay, let's start all over again. Uh, but anyhow, and uh, a lot of friends coming out, so should be should be cool, man. I wouldn't it be wild if I, uh, police responded to a riot situation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, you buried under broccoli bites. <laughs> I thought you were going to say if like Clive Davis showed up yeah. or something like that, and all of a sudden we've got to sign these fellas. <laughs> you boys got it. Yeah. I don't know the razzmatazz we need. <laughs> Playing all your cover songs. <laughs> Who wrote that? So it's like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. Who wrote that? Uh, Ruin Five. <laughs> uh, so, uh, anyhow, if you'd like to come out, Whip Pain Tavern in Bluebell, and uh, that is tomorrow night. So Any pyro? Looking forward to it. No pyro. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> they planned it themselves. <laughs> Thank God. It's not like it used to be when, when my original band, when I, back in, you know, right after high school, because we owned all of our own equipment. We owned the PA. We owned all the light riggings. We had a bus, all the stuff. We accumulated it over time because I was with them for a long time. And you have to move all that it's crap. It is a pain in the ass. And we're talking about thousands of pounds worth of equipment. It takes hours to set up, hours to break down. And so now I just have my little electronic drum kit. That's Welcome to the inner sanctum tonight. Lobster dinner, fourteen ninety five, and the rock is complimentary. <laughs> Dude, it is going to be so crowded there tomorrow night. It's co- I have a feeling. I wish I could go. So I want. What? When's you your next? So? When's your next gig? Yeah. Uh, we are playing somewhere August 2nd. I forgot the name of the venue. Right. It's, it's, a little, it's further out, though. You won't want to go. It's up towards I want to like, travel as far away. <laughs> no, it's up towards like Allentown. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then maybe the third gig. Oh, two, two of the guys in the band are originally from the Lehigh Valley, and so that we're going to be playing yeah. the Lehigh Valley a bit. But, Kathy, we might have something coming up in Bucks County, oh, though. Oh. Wow. You yeah. should play one center square in Easton. That's what you should That's play. That's the one. No way. Yeah. What? That's the one. Okay, that's cool. Uh, and how far away is that? Like um, me? I have no idea. Marissa's I think that's where I think that's where me. we're playing August second. Yeah, nice. Uh, but I've forgotten that. I don't know the names of the venues. You know, so a lot out. of places are going to want to book your band now. I hope so. Yeah, be what, cool. What's the place in Bucks County? You don't you don't know? Is it the Broken Goblet? Is that it? Is oh, it is called- that, no, it's Meth Tooth. Welcome <laughs> to the Broken Goblet, <laughs> formerly Meth Tooth. <laughs> no, it's. it's- <laughs> Your soul with $10 pitchers. Formerly the, the <laughs> meth, too. Marissa, what? Uh, Broken Goblin is a brewery. They're the guys that did that Jason Kelsey beer. It's in Ben Salem. They're really yeah. cool. It's a really yeah. cool spot. They and just uh, moved. Yeah, they've got a, a nice big stage, right? Uh, I've only been at the old one, and they had a, a smaller stage but had bands, so the new place probably has a huge uh, venue. Think... Welcome to Miranda Rights. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I <laughs> I think uh, that's where we might be playing in September, but I'll uh, I'll run that down. We right, just I'll start get... a fan club. You me, know? And, me and all my salsa friends will come to that one. Yes, uh, you should. Yeah. Do you have merch? We'll whip up a number for you, Kathy, uh, okay. if you'll dance. Do you oh, have merch? Yeah. Uh, I'm serious about that. There are stickers. I know that. But oh, we want Saint T-shirts. I'll work on it. Let's see if we can get that together for you. Right. Honestly, this is yeah. a very <laughs> <laughs> that's a very cool thing. 
Yeah, it's my dude. It's my first gig in thirty years. Thirty years, man. So it's it's. I, I was looking at uh, you know the, the my age and the, when I left the band and everything. I'm like, dude, it's been that long since I played with a band. So I mean, I've sat in with bands from time to time. Played. Could a few you tell songs the here band there. that very loud? I'm trying to eat my cake. <laughs> yeah. uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Mike here real, real quick. Hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? Presbo. Yo, buddy, what's up? <laughs> yeah, I used to bounce the Whip Pain Tavern, and the crowds there, I mean, this place is going to be packed. Awesome. I mean, awesome. live bands there. Okay. All right. You're going to have a blast. Nice. All right. Well, I appreciate the heads up, Mike. Thank you. Not a problem. All right, buddy. See ya. And what I really have to do is, so I used to be, when I would play, man, I was like, I, I mastered one hand drumming because I had a beer in the other hand the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I'm going to have to hold off on that because I haven't drank and played in a long time, and I have a feeling I'll be forgetting all my parts and all kinds of stuff. So. Well, you know, I, it's always the case. Um, that's why the, the musicians always, was, oh, the, well, the, the comedians would just come in. You yeah. know, so the, but the musicians always had to bring it, load and all that stuff, get there hours early. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was always, you know, ah. Oh. Yeah, and when and the thing about being in, a, in when you, when you're first learning music with a band is you have to remember all uh, some songs don't like they'll fade out the the song yeah. that you're covering so you have to come up with an ending for the song. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, 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 and so I, here's me. Uh, this is going to be me tonight. How does this end again? Like, at the end of the song, I have to look at each other and figure out how to end the song. But you wear, you have uh, a cool air uh, ear in, rig now. In ear monitors. That's why you never played with those when you were in the image. That's why I can do it because yeah. of my hearing issues. I'll be able to control the volume, which is awesome. What was the most nervous you were ever were before a gig? Can you think of it? Like, I, I was thinking of that, like Steel Panther at, at MMR Barbecue because it was yeah. such a big audience. And oh yeah, and those guys are really—I mean, they're funny, but they're awesome musicians. On top of it, it was probably that. Yeah, uh, because it was at the the freaking. At the center yeah, over there, twenty five thousand people in, in the Camden, audience. And it was a huge crowd. I've never played on a stage that big, and and I was also playing on a drum kit that I'm not all that familiar with, which is really strange for a drummer. But um, yeah, I think that was probably it. Nick, was that the coolest gig you've ever had? Yeah, yeah, yeah I, most I, definitely. I, it's a weird thing, though. You get used to it. I had, I had two situations. One where I had to play in in front of Jesuit priests, and I didn't find out until the last minute. Uh, and then another one, uh, Preston. When your equipment goes out, you know this. They actually handed me an old style megaphone. Shut up! Oh, like my. Oh, audio doll. Oh no! <laughs> and it's you like, can't do it's that. It's like a full theater. You can't yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. Oh, here's the footage. Yeah, I mean, how cool to be up with. Steel yeah. Panther. Yeah, we're looking at the the video of me playing uh, with Steel Panther at the, at the center. That was that was pretty damn cool, man. It was and that was a packed house too. It was a full stadium or not a stadium, but a shed full of oh, people. So yeah. Uh, so anyhow, well, congratulations. Thank you. It's thank gonna you. be really cool. Break a leg, man. We'll see how it goes. All right, I just wanted to give that a nice big fat plug. We do need to take a break. We're gonna do that very thing. My phone is buzzing like crazy in my pocket, <laughs> so I need to go check that. Uh, we'll come back in a moment or two, and uh, we'll get. I think we're into the B-File next time. Yeah. Do you yeah. want me to give away one of these? Yeah. Sorry, got, this is Simon Cowell. I have a uh, <laughs> case of beer, Yard Summer Crush for caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. Easy drinking, a flavorful wheat beer, and juicy citrus finish. Perfect for every summer celebration. You can pick up a case of Summer Crush at Joe Canal's Discount Liquor in Hamilton. Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Caller 14. You get it? We'll be right back. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Disturbed. 
New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Let's take another run at some stories from the Bizarre Five. Now, Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Five. All right, we'll begin. You know what? This is a story I meant to get to a couple of days ago. It's a sort of uh, follow-up to a story from a while back. A man accused of causing the death of Pinky, a beloved flamingo at Bush Gardens, yeah, was hit by a truck and died two months before he was going to go on trial. Uh, I don't know if you remember this or not. I do remember yeah, it. Yeah, so the Tampa Bay I mean, Times. I mean, I'm sorry that it was hit by a truck. He's reporting that the Florida. Smaller car would have been just as big. <laughs> Florida Highway Patrol says 48-year-old Joseph uh, Correo was killed June 5th as he crossed a busy road in Orlando. Correo was uh, accused of grabbing the Chilean flamingo from a pen and slamming it to the ground while visiting the Tampa theme park with his mother and daughters. The severely injured flamingo had to be euthanized. Uh, Correo had told police he was trying to show off to his daughter and didn't mean to harm Pinky. Yeah, let me slam this. But here, this will impress my daughter. It's the best way to impress my little sweetheart. Let me murder a large bird in front of you. Yeah. Uh, he spent five days in jail on a felony charge of animal cruelty, and now he's dead. Now I'm going to go slit a monkey's throat. <laughs> Is everyone having a good time? In a little bit, we get churros, okay? Yeah. Just pick out what animal you'd like to see me murder. A quick detour around heavy traffic in Colorado. <laughs> Turned into a nightmare for dozens of drivers who ended up stuck in the mud. A car accident brought cars to a standstill on the main road that leads to Denver International Airport. As drivers were sitting in the traffic, their GPS applications suggested an alternate route around the backup that would cut their travel time in half. So there was a woman, here's one of the people, Connie uh, Monses, said that uh, Google Maps asked it to take the tower exit. So I did because it was supposed to be half the time. It was 47 minutes from Tower Road to the terminal. So I went the detour, which is supposed to be 23 minutes. Seems like it makes yes, sense. Yes, you're, you're following the advice. It's usually pretty accurate. As she was driving, the paved road turned into a dirt road. Uh, she was a little skeptical but saw other cars in front of her, so she continued following her GPS. As she continued down the street, the conditions deteriorated due to recent storms. The muddy road was too much for some cars, causing them to get stuck. And to make matters worse, the dirt road was only wide enough for one car, making it impossible for drivers to turn around. I saw a picture of this nightmare. Monsi's vehicle had all-wheel drive, and she was able to navigate the narrow road, which was filled with ditches, by the way, that caused damage to other cars trying to get through. She said, I tore up the inside passenger wheel well for my tire, but it's not that big of a deal compared to some of the other who really tore up their cars and got themselves stuck out there. Around 100 cars ended up getting stuck on the dirt road. Which is privately owned and maintained, and they had to. It must have taken them forever to get those out of there. Have you ever had a GPS incident like that, or a Waze incident like that? I've never had one steer me down a non-existent road right. or, or anything like that. But it does happen from time to time. You get glitches now and then. Yeah, I think Waze is pretty good, right. and that's what I use. I think the other ones might still have some little glitches in them. Yeah, yeah, but they're the ones who perfected it, so I stick with that. Uh, a vicar. Now, a vicar is a church right. uh, member, or right. not a member, but a, a like a, uh, a, a I guess a, a reverend. Are they it, technically a well, priest? Well, I, I mean, in the Catholic 
churches. <laughs> they're the ones. It's uh, it's kind of like a touring priest. They'll stay with the parish for a couple of years and then they move okay. on to another. Parish. This Saturday evening on tour, Vickers opening for them will be Saint. Now a Saint outranks a Vicar, yes. right? Oh, yeah. Okay, all right. Thank you. I want to be clear on that. So, well, a Vicar could face could face prison. <laughs> After he was uh, found found guilty of groping a sleeping passenger during a British Airways flight. Bad vicar! Reverend Peter McConnell sexually assaulted an American Ph.D. student after making sleazy comments about sex acts during the trip from Philadelphia to London. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 64-year-old clergyman drank up to 10 small bottles of wine and asked the vic- victim if it had ever been into any booby bars. Have oh, ever been into any booby bars? Uh, and he then spoke about God and asked his victim for forgiveness after the sexual assault. Uh, today, a jury found him guilty of sexual assault after four hours of de- deliberation in uh, Newcastle Crown Court. Uh, the vicar who had been in America to visit his sister had denied the charges and claimed that he talked about mindfulness, not a sex act. Uh, and he said that, uh, according to the prosecutor... Uh, the prosecutor said the, the former police chaplain had left his post with the force in 2014. He now has to sign on as a sex a sex offender. Uh, when the student began to, they were talking initially, and the right. student began to tire. McConnell covered him with a blanket, which the victim initially thought was kind. The vicar then assaulted him after he fell asleep. Uh, he said as he was drifting off to sleep, he felt Mr. McConnell's hand under the blanket on his right knee. Right. He said he must have uh, fallen deeper asleep because he recalls jolting awake. Uh, when he did, he looked down and he could see McConnell's hand stopped, uh, had stopped groping his knee and moved to his groin area, moving side to side over the top of his pants. Uh, the For the wit- purposes of the court, we'll refer to it as his nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> The student said that he was shocked and disgusted and disturbed after he was touched under the blanket. He said he kept trying to talk to me, wanting to apologize. He wanted to shake my hand. No, it's not down there. He started to blame. He started blaming the alcohol, saying he was drunk, trying to get me to forgive him. And I said no. He what kept, a mess. He said he kept trying to shake my hand. He twice tried to hug me. I pulled away, and then he tried to kiss the hair above my ear, which Ew. was very disturbing. What? I know. Yeah. Uh, the student said McConnell... I can make this better by kissing his ear. Uh, the McConnell then started to deny that he had touched him. He then reported what had happened to the airline, and they ended up calling the police and the uh, the Church of England. I wouldn't be... I wouldn't even be happy with someone putting a blanket over me. Yeah, I know. would be a little yeah. And that is the Bizarre File. We're going to take a break. We will return in a moment. When we get back, we'll see if you've been paying attention because we will have a lesson question about the show and a prize to give away with it. Stay with us. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. Steve and Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Stephen has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we're going to move on to today's lesson question. And like always, I didn't look at them. I, I, <laughs> you have I, things to do. I always forget to look at them. And so I'm going to glance at these while I tell you that we are going to give away a pair of tickets to rediscover the magic of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in concert at the Man's TD Pavilion. And that will be on July 20th. Uh, let's see here. Um, how about we go with this? When promoting the sun... <laughs> 
Pierce Brosnan liked talking about Zeitgeist and Schadenfreude and Farfignugan and which two beverages. <laughs> 215263 WMMY. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. It was very quick and it was kind of yeah. quiet. Uh, but we played a clip from Piers Brosnan talking about the sun and he talked about Zeitgeist and Schadenfreude and Farfignugan <laughs> and what two beverages. 215263 WMMR. Well, let's see if you can get it close enough. We'll do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought this morning by Godshall's Cookout and Eat Lighter with Godshall's Real Meat, Real Wood Smoked Turkey Bacon. 80% less fat than pork bacon and all the rich, smoky flavor. Discover hundreds of recipes at Godshall's.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Ghost Adventures host and paranormal investigator Zach Baggins is dating former Hugh Hefner girlfriend Holly Madison. Baggins says Madison is a perfect match for him because she spent so much time effing a corpse. Oh, wow. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <Stop. laughs> mm-hmm. Scott Disick has acknowledged he sees a future with girlfriend Sophia Ritchie, but says he wants his ex, Courtney Kardashian, to also find love before he pops the question. Disick says it's really, really important to him that he have a reason not to get married. <laughs> and finally, according to Gwyneth Paltrow, she and her new husband, Brad Falchuk, live in separate homes because it was recommended to them by their, quote, intimacy coach. Paltrow says her intimacy coach is very strict and often runs butt sex drills. Wow. <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. Intimacy, intimacy coach. Intimacy coach is the one, you know, they live apart. Uh, both uh, Gwyneth Paltrow and, and Brad Falchuk. Yeah. And so they go to an intimacy coach who uh, advises them. On, on how to be intimate, I would assume that's okay. the case. So this isn't like uh, you know couples therapy. This is this makes conscious uncoupling yeah. seem okay. That's a sex coach, is what yeah. that is. Okay, interesting. Right. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to the lesson question when promoting the sun. Pierce Brosnan talked about Zeitgeist and Schadenfreude and Farfignugan and what two beverages? That's the question I'm going to ask Jared right now. Hey, Jared. Hey, we got Zooks. Get Zooks, buddy. All right, what two beverages was Pierce Brosnan talking about? That'd be Sunny D and the Purple Star. Yeah! <laughs> you got it! Jared was playing clo- paying close attention, so hang on, Jared. We're going to get your information. We're going to give you a pair of tickets. Rediscover the magic of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. In concert at the Man's TD Pavilion, July 20th, Philadelphia Orchestra performs Patrick Doyle's unforgettable score live as the enchanting Harry Potter series plays on the big screen in high definition. Picnics welcome at this all-ages event. The series, Movies at the Man, is presented by BMW for tickets. Visit themancenter.org. Kathy, how long is that cough going to be going on? I mean, it's been... It's been... When was I sick? It's been over a week, for sure. It's been like two weeks. Oh, it's been... Yeah, no, I think it's been closer to a month. Wow, Mm -hmm. man. And are you taking anything for it? I mean, I went through everything. Yeah. Um... But Dr. Mike said that the people who are getting it, it's, I mean, it's lasting like some it people just have lingers. had it, some I don't think, had it yeah. for like two or three months. You're yeah. not an anomaly. Uh, no. uh, um, uh, yeah, I know a couple people and it, it holds on uh, for a long time and uh, it drives you slowly insane. Yeah, is pretty it a, much. Is yeah. it a cold or what? It, it's all sinus. know what it is? It's all sinus related and it's Dr. An Mike STD. doesn't want me to go through probably what you went through and all that. You so. had to use the Neomed. Yeah, I, right? which I do. Yeah. I use it. I do like it, and it does work for me, but not. Some, sometimes. You know what I have these? 
These little suckers are actually very good. I picked them up over what in England. Is so that thing. Th- this is basically like the Neomed, but it's a saline um, spray. Like a and little, you shoot that up your nose. Yeah, shoot it up your nose, and so it it looks like it's um, so if you have if aerosol it, powered or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. Got, it's pressurized. Yeah. Sterimar hay oh. fever and allergies, one hundred percent natural. And you uh, got that in England? I ordered. They have it here as well. But the first time I ever saw it was in England when we were doing the um, the broadcast. Yeah. I started to feel something coming on. Okay. I, didn't, I didn't, and I went in to get a Neomed. Uh, you know, uh, the, the spray bottle and yeah. the saline packets and everything. They didn't have that. Because I think this might be like, yeah. Went into oh, a Tesco. Wow. No yeah. yeah. You guys should do what I do. Just pick your nose constantly. Okay. And then you'll and eat okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. Don't eat it. Never eaten it. Okay. I've don't start that. See it all the time. Uh, so, oh, real quick. Um, if you don't mind, can I do a shout out? Yeah. I got this, I got this random letter. Uh, and inside of it was a baseball card. And it's a baseball card of John Hamm, the actor, in a St. Louis Cardinals uniform throwing out the first pitch. That's cool. And it's in a little plastic, uh, you know, uh, protective uh, sleeve here. And it came with a little handwritten note. It says, Dear Preston, I thought that you would like this knowing that you are from St. Louis and are a John Hamm fan. All I want in return for the card is a shard out on the air. And that is from Nick Lucas. So, Nick... Let's give you a shout out, and thank you. Those I didn't know they made these little first pitch uh, baseball cards, and it's a Topps card too. So cool. that was nice. Thank it's, you. Uh, Appreciate that. Topps still based in Pennsylvania. They were here for a very long time, and their headquarters were not that far. My dad, actually, believe it or not, used to sell term life insurance to uh, to the Topps company. It was one of his no biggest kidding. accounts. We would get the sets of baseball cards every year. It was my favorite account that uh, my dad ever had. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but uh, but they were local, so I don't know if their factory is still here. I don't know if they still make them in our area. God, as a kid, I remember you get that packet. You'd open it up fresh. There'd be that the, the powder from the gum. Of course, yeah. it was, yeah. they were all sealed in anthrax or whatever it was. <laughs> they, but it had a it had a a, a particular smell that yeah. was awesome. And uh, we would do the uh, it was flip you. Flip you five, Larry. That's what we called it. Okay, where you know it was the. It's almost like playing war, or something yeah, like that. With the and color you get to keep of the, the cards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, mm. and um, it was our gambling. Our, That's cool. our, yeah, but it was uh, flip you five, Larry. Yeah. Do you think if you opened up a pack of cards that uh, is from I don't know 1985 that the gum would still be. Edible? That gum, I'm sure, yep. is like the cockroach of candy. Yep. It survives everything. I don't think it was edible in 1985, to be honest with you. It was pretty lame Chewable. gum. It was yeah. aluminum siding dipped in sugar. It yeah. was pretty lame gum, but you ate it. No, Didn't matter. Anyway. It's um, like the, the the big chew, the big league uh, the, the that mimics uh, chewing tobacco. Hey, but that was good, though. I that did was like good. That. It was like soft. That, yeah. It smelled really yummy. Um, but um, Nick, Tops. What was the competing company that had well, cards? And, yeah, Donruss, Fleer, and Upper Deck. Fleer is the one I was thinking of. Yeah, Upper Decker. Upper Deckers. <laughs> Upper Decker. <laughs> no, Upper Deck came out in like the late 80s, early 90s, and they were the ones that, uh, because Tops was you know pretty generic and they hadn't really updated their design or the quality of the cards since the 50s or early 60s. Right. I, I was huge into baseball cards when I was a kid, and that's why I, I stood in line to get Daryl Strawberry and Doc Gooden's <laughs> autograph. Right. I, saw, I was by a place that was actually by Ikebuchi Casey. It's a uh, uh, the tuxedo place. It is a sports memorabilia. Oh, uh, dude, they have people signing autographs there all the time. Nick, they were advertising in the window. Dwight Gooden. Are you serious? <laughs> yes, I swear to God. Oh, wow. wow. I wonder if he still costs eight dollars because <laughs> that's what I paid at the George Washington uh-huh. Lodge. But um, yeah, so the Upper Deck sort of started to make these quality cards, and then Tops and Donruss and Fleer all had to respond in kind. But okay. Tops always uh, kept their their position. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I used to have a, a whole. A suitcase full of old cards, and 
I always thought they'd be worth something. I didn't. Re- I just thought because they were old, they'd be worth something. Yeah. I didn't realize it's really important who it is. Yeah. Is it wild that it turned out that, that the other one's the suitcase only... ended up being worth? Yeah. It was probably worth more. I ended right. up just chucking them eventually. I so. have so many. And I don't. I don't know why they're not in the trash right now. But they. Yeah. End, they. they uh, what I had from my childhood are now in my son's desk drawer, and I've gone through all of them. Dude, you know what? Actually, were what were worth more than any of my actual. Um, uh, baseball, baseball cards, baseball football what? cards. They were playing cards from Rocky Four, the movie. Really? Yes. Okay. And they they, they actually have worth for some reason. They would issue movie cards, mm-hmm. but was that Tops that did that as well? I, well these yeah. were playing cards. You said no, 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 oh, no. They weren't. Oh, no, I'm no. sorry. I thought you said I'm, they were playing cards. I might have said playing cards, but they I meant like collecting. Collect them. Currently worth absolutely nothing. <laughs> Uh yeah, um I, I do remember movie cards coming out from time to time. Yeah. They used to you used to, you used to be able to buy the entire the years all the teams with the, remember they had the team picture cards as well yeah. and you could buy those on Moss. Yep. Um and uh, that was always the holy grail. Cool. All right, well uh, thank you for the card. That was nice of you. All right, we're going to do music news, so let's get to it. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! yeah! We're going to start with this uh, story we had earlier this morning from uh, TMZ. Former Guns N' Roses drummer Steven Adler has reportedly been hospitalized after stabbing himself. Uh, it was paramedics were called to his house around 630 yesterday. He was transported to a local hospital where he's being treated for a stab wound to his stomach. The injury is not believed to be life-threatening. Uh, the circumstances are unclear, but the wound appears to be self-inflicted. I'm hoping it was an accident of some sort. Yes. He fell on a knife or something like that. As as am I. Now, there is this possibility, and, and I wasn't aware of it until I read this book, the book Crash and Burn, Artie Lang's book. Yeah. Sometimes when people are uh, addicts, right. they will attempt to make themselves lightheaded by bleeding themselves oh, out a little bit. Mm. Uh, he's been not saying that's the case, and I hope I hope it was an accident. Yeah, yeah. I I don't know what his current relationship with drugs and alcohol are. I know he was, uh, you know, he he had gotten sober. He had he had a stroke because of his addiction. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. And he's he's a very likable guy. It's a developing story. So hopefully we'll have uh, more on that in the near future. Uh, Disturbed has released a music video for its new single, No More, and the clip was directed by Matt Murren, who helmed the video for the band's Grammy-nominated rendition of Simon and Garfunkel's Sound of Silence. In addition to directing that clip, which has amassed over 535 million YouTube views to date, Murren also directed a video for the band's number one hit, A Reason to Fight. In addition to, uh, in addition, I'm sorry, Disturbed is also releasing... A new five-song EP titled Live from Alexandra Place, London, which comes out today. Uh, The EP, which features a concert version of No More, was recorded this past May at the famed UK venue. The digital-only release also contains live versions of A Reason to Fight, Inside the Fire, 10,000 Fists, and The Game. I mean, could you ever have anticipated that their cover of Sound of Silence would be... No. (laughs) No. It's crazy. Not at all, but people enjoyed it, you know, so they, they kind of flocked to it. Ozzy and Sharon Osbourne have slammed Donald Trump for his unauthorized use of Ozzy's classic song Crazy Train in a Twitter video mocking the 2020 Democratic primary candidates. Uh, the video, which Trump posted yesterday, includes doctored footage of the technical difficulties that marred Wednesday's first Democratic primary combined 
with the Ozzy song, Dry Ice Effects, and Trump ambling on to the debate stage. The doctored footage begins just after moderator Chuck Todd asks a question about the Parkland, Florida school shooting. In a statement posted on social media, Sharon wrote, uh, based on this morning's unauthorized use of Ozzy Osbourne's crazy train, we're sending notice to the Trump campaign or any other campaigns that they are forbidden from using any of Ozzy Osbourne's music in political ads or in any political campaigns. And yet it still happens still all happens. over the place. Ozzy's music cannot be used for any means without approvals. Uh, she added, in the meantime, I have a suggestion for Mr. Trump. Perhaps she could reach out to some of his, or he could reach out to some of his musician friends. Maybe Kanye West, Kid Rock, or Ted Nugent will allow some of their music. Uh, Sharon got to know Trump when she worked with him on Celebrity Apprentice. So they're asking him not to do that anymore, but he keeps doing it. Uh, Corn frontman Jonathan Davis spoke to Kerrang! magazine about the band's new album, The Nothing, which will arrive on September 13th. Davis said about the band's 13th studio LP, it's a really, he said it's a record I'm really, really, really proud of. I worked really hard on it. The rest of the members worked hard and really did a great job. It's a very dark record, he says. Uh, Davis, by the way. You have entered the hall of God where all things dark exist. But to enter into the inner sanctum, you must emit the corn sound known only to a few. Do you know this sound? Uh, Davis, by the way, we've turned it into a dark rock (laughs) opera. We have. Like Uh, Van Helsing. uh, Davis, whose estranged wife, Devin, died last August, said that the album reflected the events in his life, uh, explaining it's basically me dealing with all the stuff that happened to me last year. Very about that. Yeah, he said, very emotional for me. Uh, But it is what it is. I can't wait for people to hear it. I uh, really spent a long time on doing what I wanted to do this time. Uh, While he shied away from calling The Nothing a concept album, uh, Davis did say that making the album was both difficult and therapeutic. He remarked it sucked. I'm not going to say it didn't. It was just really hard. But that's how I've always dealt with all of my problems, uh, just throwing my heart and soul into my art. So uh, that will be coming out on September 13th. And that is all I have for you in music news today. Uh, But speaking of music news and musicians and heavy music and all that stuff, there is a new Daily Rush video out, and it's called Five Years of Slayer! Slayer! Uh, Description is whether whenever it's Tom Araya's birthday, (laughs) we gotta scream. Uh, so it's a look back at some of the wow. years past well, of us uh, screaming about his birthday. And if you want to watch that, it's available <laughs> at PrestonandSteve.com. Sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. We have one more break to take. We will do that now. When we come back, we're going to give away that Word of the Week prize. I hope you win it. Good luck to you. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. But today has been a lot of fun. I've enjoyed today's it has program. Been. Actually, the whole week has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, so thank you if you if you joined us uh, this week. Uh, I want to thank our guests who are on the show today. Uh, Brad Williams. Hey. Freaking funny. Brad is going to be at Helium Comedy Club uh, tonight, 730 and 10. One of his shows tomorrow is sold out. That's the Irwin. So only 10 o'clock on Saturday. 
uh, to catch him at Healing. He loves coming to Philadelphia. He loves doing the show. He was talking about it in the green room, and he oh, was yeah? talking about doing like long-form radio, and he doesn't have to come on and do bits, and he can just have conversations. He's, he's a really nice guy. Yeah. Uh, Norton <laughs> said the same, the same thing. thing, yeah. Did he really? About, well, about you know, playing bits and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's, it's something we, we always, we just, we like to talk. Yeah. So thank you to Jim Norton for being on the show yeah, this yeah. morning, too. Uh, he'll be at the Borgata. And that is July 5th, 8 p.m. Tickets are on sale at uh, theborgata.com. So that's all that I have in the thank you department. And now we open the door to the studio. And ladies yeah. and gentlemen, please welcome Pierre Robert. Oh, my God, he's here. He is here. He is ready to make all your dreams come true. Yeah, <laughs> this wonderful... Uh, instrument we call radio. I think that music should play every time I enter a room. Okay, <laughs> we can arrange that. Even the bathroom. Yeah, the bathroom would be great. Oh, that would be awesome. Because there'd be a nice echo. Yep. In any Listen, bathroom. I have long been a proponent of pumping some sort of music into the bathroom to hide the horrifying sounds. One time we tried to have... <laughs> One time we tried to have a guy with an amp and electric guitar in there. They kicked us out. And they kicked us out. Really? We were gonna, yeah, we were going to supply music for the morning for people in the bathroom. We had the studio was going to rock out in the in the bathroom all morning long. But at the time, the management of the building didn't hated that was our guts. Good was idea. that here? Yeah, yeah, it was here. Yeah, because I um I uh, these friends of mine were doing a little short film and they wanted me to play a guru that they met in a bathroom, and so we you know we we went up to we picked an odd floor. Where I thought it would be kind of quiet, yeah. and you know, it was going to take twenty minutes, and a couple of people came in, and all of a sudden, security was there, and yeah. then John Fulham came, and he goes, "What's going on here?" And I go, "Well, it's clearly a terrorist attack, <laughs> um, because um, you know, the same reason we have locks on our bathroom." One Bala Plaza, this sleepy little ugly suburban building—I <laughs> mean, pathetic-looking building—it has locks on the bathroom. As if Al Qaeda is going to attack one Bala Plaza. We've got to have locks on the bathroom. My son was here this week, and and he's like, "What's what's the story with this?" You know, I've never, I dude, we don't know. One 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 one. That's the code for the men's room. Done it. The secret. I don't know what the girls' room is. What's the girls' room? One 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 zero. Oh, I can't believe you did that. I didn't want you to get in trouble, so I did. So sorry. Took the bullet for you. I, I I guess that's what you call a spoiler. Yeah, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my stars and garters. Uh, we should do the letter of the day. Ready? Yeah. Say it. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right. The Daily Letter. The Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. I was thinking of Snagglepuss. Remember that character? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, letter is O as in... Oh, no. All right, and you ought to have a word by now. We'll take caller number five at 215-263-WMMR. You get to give us the word and maybe win a prize. We'll see about that in just a little bit. How's your day going so far today, sir? Peachy keen. Wonderful. I got yeah. some good stuff planned for today. I do. Thank nice. you. I will have uh, more tickets for the Struts and Glorious Sons coming to the Mount Airy Casino. And uh, all the winners are eligible for a hotel room for the evening. That's going to be later in July. We've got cool workforce blocks. 
uh, including Dire Straits. They've got a swimming pool song that I think we must pull, uh, put in called Twistin' by the Pool. Love that song. It's just a great song. Uh, and also we'll get to Shine Down and a block of David Bowie. And uh, it's Friday, so good vibes and good energy will abound. Vinyl cut. And then uh, Sarah's filling in for Jackson, mm. uh, which is always fun. And then Bam Bam is, uh, if anyone has not heard... For some reason, the All Request Friday Night Show, I can't recommend it highly enough. The it's first, a party. It is a party. The yeah. first 20 minutes alone. He, I forgot the transition Steve and I were talking about at the blood drive. But, I mean, you just what you'll hear in the first, <laughs> right out of the box, at the top of the hour, 7 o'clock, boom. You'll go, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, you, oh my God, oh, my God. You'll go from a, a five-finger death punch to Burl Lives. Exactly. Yeah, like the, but whatever, I mean, it's literally, it's the kind of radio that you don't, here a lot these days, and it's uh, it's really cool. Plus, uh, what's happening is you're getting a ton of interactivity right. from listeners, and they right. you know you, you're basically programming the show. Yeah, it's great fun to listen to, with uh, perhaps the greatest host to do it, and the kind of radio that this station you know evolved out of. So. Um, <laughs> He's the best. Yeah, I heard one night. I heard Slayer and Willie Nelson side oh, by side. Yeah. I mean, I'm going holy f. That yeah. is amazingly, beautifully, magnificently wonderful. Yep. He makes it work, and he puts all kinds of little flourishes in between the songs, yeah. and it's just great. So You said flourishes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> flourishes. He loves That's a great word. Yeah. <laughs> telling. Uh, What's that? He's You're got telling? A, no, he's got a commercial for... Um, uh, those people, and uh, whatever it is. Yeah. And Do you like those people? Yeah, if you like those people. I like them, too. You should and, go there. And you the those people located on 420. <laughs> uh, and and whatever it is, you uh, you can get free towing. He says he towing. does. Towing. He's towing. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. So, but it's but beautifully spoken. I think he is the Shakespeare of... Uh, of Drop cheese. Uh, yes. <laughs> 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 All right, I'll go to the phones because I don't know what else to do. Uh, I'm going to go to Dan and see if we can get our winner. Hey, Dan, how you doing, buddy? He's a flaming turd. Yes. <laughs> Pierre concurs. All right, Dan, what's the word of the week, man? The word you are looking for is mango. Great day in the morning. <laughs> mango is right, Dan. Um, you are good to go, man. I don't know if you've ever had the chance to sit ringside at a WWE event. I have before. It's pretty damn amazing. We're going to give you four ringside seats for WWE Extreme Rules Sunday, July 14th at the Wells Fargo Center. All right, pal? Oh, yeah, that's great. Thanks so much. My wife and I are standing next to me. We're high-fiving each other. You know what I mean? Very nice. I can hear her in the background. That's What's awesome. her name? What's her name? Her name is Sandy. All right, Sandy. Sandy. <laughs> That's Go awesome. to wrestling. I hope you and Sandy have a great time, Dan. Sandy. Hang on the the line. We're gonna. You're welcome, Sandy, sweetheart. Thank you. We'll get your information and uh, we'll take care of you guys. Don't forget uh, that you can see Coffee Kingston, Kevin Owens, and Dolph Ziggler in a WWE Championship Triple Threat match. Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin in a WWE Universal Championship table match, and many more of your favorite Raw and SmackDown Live superstars. Tickets start at just $25 at uh, Wells Fargo Center, Philly.com. So get them now. 
Uh, yes, Casey. Hey, I just wanted to send a, this is a uh, kind of a butt plug shout out and a thank you to uh, my friends over at Wilson Secret Sauce. It's a great, great barbecue place on Township Line Road uh, in the, I guess, the Upper Derby area. All right. Uh, they have helped out Team WMMR, uh, the Rock and Rollers, with the uh, Ben to the Shore bike tour. And tomorrow, the, every Saturday, they donate $1 of any sandwich sold to uh, various different charities. And tomorrow... Every dollar or every sandwich sold, one dollar will go to Team WMMR Rock and Rollers. So cool. please go. Their food is delicious. Go yes, there. I know for a fact it's excellent. Get a Sammy. Cool. Yeah. Um, one question. <laughs> if I know it's time to close, but um, if I were looking for something to do tomorrow night um, and I wanted to have fun <laughs> and go to a smaller tavern sure. and maybe take in a band that would not just do one set, but two sets, no, maybe three sets, um, Preston, anything you'd recommend? Yeah, Fish is playing over. <laughs> uh, three shows. No, that's... That's one set, three songs. One yeah. set for man. Uh, You'll probably be out as long as that. My band Saint yeah. is going to be performing at the choo Wit Pain Tavern in Bluebell. It is the first band gig I've played in 30 years. So I while I want you to come... Don't set your expectations way <laughs> too high. We're still figuring this all out, but it should be a lot of fun. We're going to have a good time. So thank right. you, Pierre, for mentioning that. I appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you by Duncan, yeah. uh, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme, the official supermarket of the President and Steve Show. And Jeff D'Ambrosio's 4th of July sales event. Save up to $16,000 on new Ram trucks open July 4th. Uh, next week on a program, this should be pretty cool. We mentioned him earlier this morning. Billy Bob Thornton uh, will be getting in touch with us. So we'll, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we'll chat with him, and I'm sure we're lining up some other things for next week as well. Hey, Rage On. Have a great weekend, and we'll do it again next week. Pierre's up next. Bye-bye, gang. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Yeah, man, I work at a quarry down in South Jersey. You do not swim in these lakes, man. Feel the f***ing ground, you idiot. Next message. Can we just acknowledge what a f- stud Dave Kapler is? Holy sh-t. Next message. 90 degrees? 90 degrees? Jesus, you want me to come out of the AC? Stop leaving the Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Hey, my name is Nate Bender from Checkpoint XP, and if you like video games, you should subscribe to the Checkpoint XP Daily Podcast from B-Pod Studios. On Checkpoint XP, we talk about the biggest stories in gaming, like the loot box controversy and the U.S. government getting involved with regulating video games. We also cover the latest news in the growing world of esports, like Nate Nanzer leaving the Overwatch League and joining Epic to jumpstart the Fortnite esports scene, or Tifu suing the esports organization that represents him phase clan and checkpoint xp gets access to some of the biggest names in video gaming and geek culture like sam regal from critical role and one of the best smash players in the world hungry box of team liquid so if you want to keep up on the latest in the world of video games make sure you're subscribed to the checkpoint xp daily podcast for new episodes monday through friday Find us at bpodstudios.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.